545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Creepy E, Big Dick Toledo. Let's go uh, get through a Tuesday morning. Already off to a kind of a weird, bad start. There's a plane crashed, a uh, little uh, six-seater over there at the uh, TPC. TPC of Scottsdale on the Champions Course. So a weird, small plane went into the ground from Scottsdale to the airport out there. No one survived. That's the... Just up and down. Yep. It, it didn't have much time to get up either because that air, that runway is right at the end of the golf course, basically. So whatever it was doing, it wasn't doing it right. And it crashed on the golf course. So I don't know what hole. I don't know where on the course. It just says TPC Champions course. Those little tiny planes. And everybody. I, I don't know a single person that says, you know what I prefer? Flying in little planes. I never met anyone who likes those things. I just... They're... It seems, seems like they have the most issues. Oh, they just—they're falling out of the sky like rocks, and I just can't stand watching. I don't like watching them fly. I don't like watching them take off. They look like it's a struggle. Everything they do is a struggle. So, uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to go up after the uh, invite I got yesterday. Just yesterday, someone just tried yesterday. to get you up. Wow! So let's go up in my little prop plane. Yeah, it, it's a dual engine, dual prop, and I go, "What year is it? 1956." No, but that gonna. is. Uh, why, where does this guy want to go? Uh, where does he want to? Yeah, where does he want to take you? Wanna rape you? <laughs> That's another delicate question. Would be. Why does your neighbor want to rape you? He took uh, some other friends up, and he goes, "Well, next time I'll go up, you should go." You know, they usually go to like Flag or Palm Springs. He just wants to fly you over to Flagstaff. Yeah, mm, it's beautiful. It's I nice. says that an overnight deal. I don't have He's many. Like, no, and I'm like, then I'm not in. Yeah. I don't have many men asking me for overnighters, but that sounds lovely. What do you wear? No, that's just up for wear. Just go up for lunch, John, then you come back. Oh, that's it? Just yeah. a quick lunch? They did that in Pretty Woman. See yeah. if you get some jewelry that's out of exactly it. exactly what it reminds me of. It's some sort of prostitution thing. Well, it's going to be quite a man pile. I think there'll be, you know, <laughs> be a bunch three of or four, yeah. It's a He-Man woman haters flight. Yeah. The He-Man woman haters flight to Flagstaff. That Mile High Club is going to be... You enjoy lunch with these people that much? <laughs> Lemon party. Dead I've had, lunch. Yeah, it's I've had be a... lunch with them before. I know, but is it enough to go... To another location. After this morning, no. Beyond that, like you want to fly to lunch in Flagstaff? Is it just, is it just for bragging oh, could rights? I, or, could I do that? Or um, do you want yeah, to? might be fun. I, you want to just go have lunch with a guy like in Gilbert. Like it's right there. Like There's food right did. there. Like yeah. what we did yesterday. Right. There's food right here. Yeah. Why do we have to I'm thinking fly that. to Flagstaff? Sounds a little rapey. How come this guy hates his family so much? He's got to. He's got a family issue, right? I don't think so. Come on. He's asking the neighbors. Come on, let's risk it again. Let's uh, let's six of us. Let's find a couple fat guys and a couple anybody other. who wants to go. Anybody who wants in a plane that isn't Get my family, here. let's go. <laughs> Just men, by the way, only men. I don't want to hear any nagging and bitching the entire way. Five men. We're gonna go have pizza and Flagstaff. It's like pizza it's here. like you know any kind of activity. You go out with the. It's not, not like, like any kind of nothing activity. like you, any you go out activity. on a bike ride on trail ride. This guy goes out in planes. Yeah, but I don't go like uh, like on a tandem bike with a guy who's got a guide. Well, I'm not sitting in his lap. You pretty I mean, much I'd are. Like, I'd like to. You're not flying. You're not experiencing anything but sitting. I got my own seat. You're his date. It's different if I was sidecarring on a mountain bike with Ben Carl, the cop. I'm like, oh, you treat me so well, Ben. 
drive me to Flagstaff and I'll buy you a lunch. It's just an odd thing for dudes to want to do. Get in my plane. I guess you don't go up in those planes too often. So you know why? I, get, I, I feel like it's uh, like everything your mother told you to never do. Don't get into a car with strangers. Don't go to a second location with somebody. <laughs> Well, the, Brady knows it. I know, but all, all those weird things that you've been ingrained since you were a little kid, everything you tell your kids not to do, then you do you it. You just want more of a purpose than eating. Right. Yeah, yeah. I like, guess let's that go might to Vegas. Be. It just seems so like... <laughs> and that's what they did uh, the other time, too. Yeah, oh, let's go to Vegas. You didn't get that one. They wanted to go. <laughs> he won't like mm, that. I wonder why. But it's just a day trip to eat. I'm like, hmm, that seems like but an that's, excessive amount that's of That's like Vegas to Brady. Yeah, that's true. Brett does day trips on bikes. That might be. Yeah, but he's riding the bike. Okay, you're yeah. right. Again, sidecar with Fitz, we'd think Brett's w- was nuts. <laughs> Get my sidecar and I'll take you to Casa Grande for a pizza pie. Be like, okay, Brett's gay with Fitz. Oh, some guy invited me, you know, to go up in his helicopter or yeah. whatever. I'm, and there's what? other guys. I'm comfortable. You know, I'm fine with. But if that. it's a hot air balloon ride, or yeah, yeah, but it just can't, it does seem the, sort of out of the, the blue. The danger is overrules all that. For oh yeah, yeah. no, the danger is so, horrifying. First text, Brady. I own a crop duster. It's got one seat. You're welcome yeah. to come with me yeah. anytime. <laughs> Sit on the stick. <laughs> I get up on a helicopter because I've never like. Oh, I, I probably wouldn't now, but like one time up and one time down. He can fly a helicopter, but if a guy, the helicopter the but if a guy with a helicopter says, "Hey, you want to go to an undisclosed location and have food together and then come back?" I'd be like, "No, no. Why would you want? That's a date. Just imagine with, if you with, crash with and die." With a couple other buddies, I got no problem. With Four of us, we're just gonna go have pizza. Yeah, somewhere. I'm gonna fly you there. That's that's an abduction. I've been taught that those are abductions. I was told Mark Cassius and I in Indiana. Todd Bebout and I in West Virginia, Sammy Armijo and I in New Mexico. All of our parents, no matter where the location was, if anyone says, do you boys want to get in the car, I've got food, I'll take you to it as it's an abduction. So I guess it still registers in my head as an abduction when anyone go kind of fishing, out go of hunting. the blue, out of the blue careful. asks me to go somewhere well, far, again, far, far. Those are purposes, though. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have a purpose. Yeah, that's not a purpose. That's true. Yeah, it's just a joy ride. <laughs> Yeah, which is what I've been taught since I was a little boy not to do with strangers. With I'll, cool I'll stuff. keep that in mind yeah. for treats. The cool stuff. It's like, ooh, yeah. Ooh, you want to see inside my van? It's got a TV. Oh, cool. And we'll go to Flagstaff and we'll eat together. All right. That, those are the kids that end up not coming. If back. I'm risking something, it's no something different from meeting somebody for lunch or. Uh, it's completely different. Completely. Why? Because you're in your own hometown. It's not going far away. It's not a second location. You're in control of how you get there and how you get. What there. about if you're vacationing and you meet a buddy with, with your family dinner. you're not in your own hometown yeah, but you're with your family no i'm saying you're in control of your destination this guy's in control of wherever you're going that's all you're you're yeah. out of control you're sitting there and if he decides to go loopy i guess where we're going sure that ain't where you yeah. thought yeah because you got no control like anytime yeah. anyone's driving control issue no i want to die with you brady no driving's a little different too <laughs> why it's, because it's not it's so common brady there's but 21 million in, different things control going. of it no but you can get out at a stoplight i'll wear a parachute you can grab the wheel and take over <laughs> the plane <laughs> yeah tell him you want your own parachute yeah on tell him you the can whole time tell him all right i'm uncomfortable with where we're going let me drive for a little we can't do that in a plane he might let him drive yeah into the ground because the dude's suicidal that's just all of it points to weird you want to get in my 1950s airplane and eat with me? <laughs> is this one of those Gilbert Mormons with like eight kids? Yeah. Is, he trying, no, is that why no. he's trying to get away? Yeah. Would you let Kirby do it? I don't know. I mean, after, uh, you know, again, yesterday. Alone? Oh, no, not alone. Yeah, because why? Right? It's an abduction that way, right? Yeah. But if you. we were invited, I, you know. No, no, just her. 
Her little friend's yeah, got so like a plane and she can fly away. With her friends? Yeah. Because I, I went up uh, when I was in fifth grade uh, over Lake Erie and the guy, it was right. one prop, Cessna. And You're it was pretty, me and my buddy John Roy. Roy. That was a different time. You were yeah. allowed to do all sorts of stuff back then. It was a different time. You were your mom tells people you. were getting raped, but it no, was, it was uh, constant it was, on the down low. It was expected. Not only yeah, it was Sandusky was like, no, that stuff doesn't happen in our neighborhood. Ignore just it. Moved them out of town. Ignore it. They found out. You know, it's time for you to leave. Yeah, I just don't like giving that much control to a stranger. With the, you know, and it's you know, it was like a big plane. I give him control. You obviously have to trust the guy. I mean, the guy's. Uh, do you trust this man? He's been a airline pilot for years. Do you trust him? Yeah. Oh yeah. What gives you such great trust in this gentleman? He seems pretty confident. He's pretty, uh, <laughs> I'm sure that pilot like he knows today what he's probably doing. was all those things. Yeah. What's that? I wouldn't get that. I'm sure that pilot today was all those things. Confident, don't do it, Brady. Experienced. Oh, that was the first thing I thought about yesterday. It was like, I don't know if I want to do that. Is he just a neighbor? No. No, he's just like he's a, a great friend. I've known him for, yeah, I've played tennis and with him And just now he years. brings up the plane? No, because I know um, some other guys have done it. They were like, hey, we want, you know, and they Felix back, is off. They we're we're going to go up in the plane. We're going to go to Vegas for a couple hours and come back. Really? Cops weren't called. Yeah. <laughs> so there was no rapes involved in and that. And I'm like, why attack. are you walking so funny? Yeah. <laughs> Felix says not to talk about it, but he wants you to go up to the plane. He says there's good food and flag stuff. Yeah, I just, I wouldn't do that. Stranger danger, Brady. Stranger danger. He's got a cool thing. He wants you to go with him to a location far away from your safe house. Everything you've learned not to do. Uh, but speaking of kids, that should, I uh, didn't think of this with this whole teacher's walkout slash strike thing that's about to happen. Uh, my friend is uh, having trouble because his kid's really super excited about it. I didn't think of that. How awesome would it be as a student when the teachers leave? You get like a little another little spring break here coming up. That's fantastic. The kids are excited like, oh, I can't wait for these teachers to leave. We don't have to go to school for a little while. And he tries to scare them and say, well, when they come back, they're going to go into summertime. He's like. So, you only get like a month off here. We've, we've killed the summer vacation for most kids. These guys are thrilled. So, the students are acting up. He said he's like been miserable. Like, the teachers don't want to be there. We don't want to be there. It's just like this pending fake summer vacation that's coming up. I didn't even think of that. I had one for two weeks my senior year. You had a strike? Yeah. Oh, how great was two that? Or, two or three weeks. I didn't even Did think about it from their perspective. Did they two weeks out of the end of the year? Uh... I don't even remember. Yeah, because you were just so thrilled to have the free up. two yeah. weeks, right? I don't. I don't know if they did or not. I know it costs us uh, football. Like yeah. the, the teams had way to forfeit games. What are you going to do? Still two weeks off. It's the two yeah. weeks off from school. Is two weeks off from school. That's great. Yeah, and I didn't think about it from the kids' perspective. They got to be through the moon. Oh, this is about that. great. At the beginning of the year, was it in the fall or something? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that had to be unbelievable. Extended summer vacation. Yeah, you get. It doesn't even matter if it's like in the middle of October. Yeah, as a you kid, get a, you get don't an care. extra you're two just, weeks. It doesn't matter. Stoked. Whenever it happens, it happens. You just get two more weeks. And I hadn't thought about it. My my friend is uh, having trouble with his kid because he's like looking forward to this. He's not doing it. it doesn't matter. Teachers aren't going to be there Tuesday anyway. So any assignments that are like coming up, you're like I'm not doing it. If the teachers is doing a walk in tomorrow. That's dumb. They're still going to work. Yeah, that's called no that's called just that's. Pitching in the into the wind is what they're So they're going to work, and then the grand plan. They every all the teachers are outside at the beginning of the school day, and they walk in all the students, and they're there for media purposes and all that. That's exactly a show of force. So they're going to teach the kids. Yeah. So it's a daycare center. They're not. So well, it's school then. Yeah. That's stupid. Where are they before school starts? Now outside the school. Not all of them, but yeah. 
Well, all of them. They live somewhere else. Well, that's true. So they all just they're just going to meet up and they're throwing yeah, toilet paper at it. They're the going to teepee. Well, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Mesa, that's <laughs> dumb. You'll get nothing. You don't. If that's the best you can do, you don't get a raise. That's what Lisa School is doing. Nah. And they're all proud of themselves. I tell you what, we'll do. We'll stand outside together, and then we'll go in and teach those little bastards. Well, there's right. another board meeting tonight where they're going to discuss options. Don't do that, that. In front of all the doors, they're going to put bags of poop and light them yeah, on fire. exactly. Do something like that. <laughs> Smear their faces in feces or something like that. Be like warriors. Well, uh, well, we'll meet up before school, and we'll stand in a ball, and then when the bell rings, we'll go in and we'll teach the kids for a low, low pay. That's, that'll show them. That'll show them. You see what we did? We united outside for four and a half minutes until that bell rang, and we acted like Pavlov's dogs. Bell. There's the bell. Everybody to your classrooms to teach. Good walk in. I'm not teaching today. I'm going up in the plane with Brady's friend. Yeah, you morons. Plenty of room. <laughs> Every day's a goddamn walk in. You walk in, you go to work. Every day, we're doing a walk in right now. We walked in, we do our job, we go home. That's what are we protesting? We're, uh, nothing. Oh, I mean, sure, pay us more, but we're still right. the, we're okay. Still you got it. Keep doing the show. This walk in's real effective. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I'm real nervous every time you guys meet outside and then come in and do your job. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Mesa, don't waste anyone's time or energy or anything else. We're all laughing at your walk-in. Did you tell Lisa that? No, I can't tell her Because she's all proud of it. Well, I mean, I, I think it's... I have no problem with a show of force, but I don't know what kind of force it is. The right unity at this point. part is at the beginning where they're yeah. on the outside yeah. of school. So they what they're trying to do is they're they're just trying to really get the word out more than anything because you got a bunch of parents. It's just like politics; everything's yeah. so divided. So you got all these parents that are coming down on on the teachers before anything's even happened. Well, How dare word. you walk out on our kids? Well, they're only worried because they got no place to put their kids. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's exactly that's the only thing happens. They're that is going to be daycare's closing. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? I'm not spending four hundred dollars for this. You get to work, but until they take it away, nobody's going to take them seriously. So you do your walk-in all day long, so long as the kids still have a place Sorry, to go. It's not Mesa; it's the whole state is doing a walk-in no, tomorrow. The whole state? That's stupid. Do I walk out? Red for Ed. Well, I'm with Red for Ed, but you guys have to do a full takeaway. You're being pussies. Well, I think that's just do it. Next steps. Just do it. Oh, because they're prepping. They're saving. They're they're saving their meager paychecks to walk out for a week until they're starving. Well, and and that's another thing that I asked is, what's the contingency? Because, like, like Eric said, if you guys go on strike, are you going to extend the school year now? Now we got to change summer plans because depending on how long it goes. Yeah. Oh, and the kids would be pissed. And then the kids would be pissed. But yeah, because more have, than likely, if so anything happens, it'll it'll start next year, next school year. Yeah, they'll just add it to the end or start it early. Either way, walk in. Everybody does a walk. I hate to break it to you, teachers. Every job is a walk in. Every job. I'm pretty I, sure they're aware of that. You drive yeah. to it. You walk in. You do your job. As long as your job gets done, nobody really cares what you did before. Well, and now it's all about media. I mean, they've got. I think Channel Twelve is coming out there because. Yeah. One of the gals on, I think Channel Twelve. Her daughter goes to. Well, oh, it's school. a pretty, it's a pretty uh, good media like thing. Oh, like, yeah. People love watching it, but mostly the parents aren't pissed off at the teachers for anything other than like, if you leave, what am I supposed to do? John, back in the day, uh, they used to call walk-ins a smoke break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's basically what it is. It's a, they're vaping before class and then they all go back to school. It's a waste of time. Quit your jobs. Do the takeaway. The money will come. They have to. When the parents start calling government offices and saying, do something about these teachers, I can't do this anymore, 
this little rat. I got to figure out what to do with him every morning for for eight hours. I can't do this. I hate this kid. He drives yeah, me nuts. And I don't want him coming to my work. I don't want him all day. That's why we have school. You do so. And plus, parents will realize it costs like $400 to dump your kids off all day at a daycare center. Uh, and then they'll say, well, if I kick in 100 extra dollars with these teachers, then the parents will end up paying me. Just quit. They'll give it to you. Walk in. Ugh, cowards. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Trip Reeve, I'm thinking about that right now. I'm going to keep doing my job every single day the exact same way. But before I come in this building, I'm going to march around outside for a few minutes. You'll see. I mean business. Eventually. We better get John more money. He stampedes around the sidewalk before his show starts. Then, of course, he goes in and does it. And then it's, but it's nerve-wracking. <laughs> I hate being nerve-wracked. After the show, you can... March back oh, and forth go right in front of his office. Tell you what I'll do. I'll walk right back. Well, I don't want to disrupt commerce. I'll walk <laughs> right outside with my sign and saying, nerve-wracking guy. Ooh. I'm displeased. There's a guy outside with a sign. He said, yeah, but he did his job already. He just stands out. He's like a hobo. Okay. I got to go. It's 1 o'clock. I'm getting sleepy. Uh, it's 6.02. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 6.02-585-9800 before Brady's whisked off, <laughs> off his On the wings of love. Floated to Flagstaff for a delicious Italian meal with a man. Could be the last time we see Brady. It's concerning, Brady. Don't do I it. I didn't accept. Don't oh, get man. in the van. Good. I haven't circled yes Stop. or no yet. St- this is the same as Strangers from Candy, only the adult version. Stop taking dinners in other cities from strangers. We know you love food, but come yeah. on. You want a bomb pop? Has graduated to, I can fly you anywhere you want for a sausage. Well, we had that debate uh, uh, a while back, remember? Uh, the van, the windowless van, would yes. Brady buy meat out of the back? Of course of he would. Thing? But now we didn't know, would Brady get in the windowless van and drive to the meat? <laughs> cargo plane. This guy seems plane. pretty ridiculously responsible. He's been driving for a long time. Said he had a place down in Mexico where he could get the meat fresh. All you have to do is get in the car. Eduardo. I've okay. known this guy for five years. I had no idea he drove a white van filled yeah. with meat. <laughs> yeah, good dude. What a hero. Says so can't get the meat here in the Phoenix region, so uh, we're tooling up to flag for the weekend. Just you and your neighbor in a car. It's a pretty neat van. It's got a TV, PlayStation. Grill. We have captured the beast. Take him to Flagstaff for the promise of noodles and he will go. Way like a pig. Don't do it for exactly. It's Ned, It's exactly that. You're going to get Ned baited right there in the woods. <laughs> you said we'd have pasta. Ow, ow. Is that still ow, ow, a thing? Ow, ow. The pasta, I mean, ow. You did say my mouth was pretty, though. Ow, ow. I want to see it with noodles inside of it. Ow, ow. Ow. <laughs> When's the ow, ow, pasta? Ow. You promised. Boy, this guy is a one-track mind. <laughs> I am clearly just the bejesus out of him, and he keeps thinking of the pasta. We feed him, we can F him more. <laughs> I think you'll go for it. Ow, are you done? Clearly. You are moistened. I am finished. All right, now, there's a cool little ramen joint over here I've heard about. You still thinking about the pasta? Well, that's why we're here, isn't it? Yes, give him pasta, and then it will be your turn. I might need you in that black vest with the compound bow to help out. We will. <laughs> no way. You seem to enjoy this. I'm not going out there and getting raped with your friends. We rode him like a carousel. There was eight of us. 
to do is feed him in between. You won't kill his captors for him? These are captors. He got in. Yeah, that's true. Don't feel sorry for him. Yeah. He got in. Or he got taped up and shoved in the back or something. Like, we have to help him. I go to hell and back for that man. But it's like, getting in this weird plane, flying to a distant location for food. My God, enjoy the river. Since we're flying to this river and then canoeing down yeah. the river. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> no hero saving. I'm expressing my concern now. He seems uh, unaffected. So. Two days on the Snake River. That's never been traveled. <laughs> Ronnie's probably hiring these guys with you know beat down 1950s you know Howard Hughes inventions oh, to get insurance. you to fly around. <laughs> That's what I'll get. You should go, Brady. <laughs> Anniversary's coming up. I'll get this yeah. present. Hey, oh. it's a free trip. She's going to take you bungee jumping. <laughs> You're going to do all types of fun stuff. It's a flight on an antiquated <laughs> Wright Brothers machine. This thing's over 60 years old. Uh-huh. Get in. Whitewater rafting. You know what's at the other end of the flight? Food. <laughs> I'm getting in. He's a neighbor. He seems responsible. Deep sea diving. <laughs> she can put you in peril constantly. I'm not doing that. It's freaky. <laughs> uh, it's 6.06. Give us the wake-up song, and we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUP. Wake up! Oh, there you go. Thank you, Jerry. It's uh, 6.22. Thank you, Whistle, as we... Uh, Roll through Tuesday morning, uh, pushing 100 degrees today. Feels actually really good right now. A couple days dance around 100, then it drops back down into the 80s. We're fine. Little teaser. Like Eric said over the weekend, it started to get to that point where you're like, maybe put my feet in the pool? Maybe? I got into the knees and realized my balls are not going to touch this for another month. That was not ready. Cold. Months? Come on. Oh, no. My balls like nice warm water. I got a hot tub. I'll just go over there. They're used to the warmer stuff. It's supposed now. to be 98, isn't it, in the next few days? Yeah, I'm still the, the temperature key is night. The, uh, at night. Yeah, the yeah, night yeah. temperature is what you got to worry about because when true. your pool starts to be, if your pool's in the 60s, your balls are like, no, thank you. Kind of feels good on top. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. You just splash it on yourself. Yeah. And you're like, ooh, this is nice. But you get down into that deeper water where it's like 58. And I'm not in a lake. If I was at a lake, I'd tolerate. This is a pool. It's different. So we're getting there, though. We're getting to summer fun. Uh, speaking of uh, knowing it's summer, as the basketball season's over, and tonight, mercifully, your Phoenix Suns take on the Dallas Mavericks to end the season. If you combined these two teams' wins, they would be 10th in the conference, still looking into the 20 to 44 wins going into tonight's game. Puts them in the 10 spot, looking uh, at the playoffs from the outside. Well done, Robert Sarver and gang. Will the coaches actually uh, play in this game? They should let the fans have at it. You know what? Sometimes the coach should just point over and go, you, you wore a Suns jersey. Get out there, not Steve Nash. The sixth man. Yep. And then he's out there dancing around like, yay. There's a thing when you're an owner, and I'm not an owner, so I can't say from experience, but as a guy who would, uh, like, you know, armchair owner the team, if I'm at the game every night in my arena and all I see are Steve Nash, Sean Marion, and Charles Barkley jerseys, you've done nothing. Because those guys were here before you owned the team a decade ago. So you've done nothing. Absolutely zero. Nobody's going to buy a, a Dragon Bender jersey. Not happening. Yeah, what would be his? He doesn't nothing. have any players. Zero. Zero. He's left no mark. And this is the worst team uh, that the team has ever been. Uh, congratulations for Suns hashtag 50. It's your 50th anniversary celebrating more 40-point losses in one year than you had the entire 49 years combined before. It's a plan, John. It was a plan. It's a terrible plan because it doesn't work the way it does in other sports where you tank and get the first pick. Now you're in some drawing. So it doesn't matter that you decided to be the worst team. And I don't think they tanked on purpose. I think this team wins 20 games if they're trying as hard as they can. They're not... 
there's nobody on that floor that can play that you know as a team. They got Devin Booker and a couple of individual stars, but as a team, they're terrible, and that's all on the ownership. Maybe and, this summer they can spend some time in in the Euro League. It doesn't matter what they do. More importantly, they're going to come back here and be poorly run. More importantly, no free agents want to come here. We're a laughing stock. We're the Clippers. This used to be such people who don't remember don't know that this used to be the crown jewel of Phoenix. Not only sports, but like this was our this was our stand. This team was always fun, always good. Not anymore. Forty-four wins combined with the Mavericks. You know what the difference between the Mavericks and the Suns are? The Mavericks are going to rebuild, and they'll be okay soon. They're just hanging on to Dirk Nowitzki as kind of a farewell tour because he's 58 years old, and they're like, ah, we can't kick him off the team. It's, he's all about Dallas basketball. 44 wins combined. So we'll walk away barring a tie, which I wouldn't be surprised at. There's 45 wins between them that still puts them in the 10th spot, 10 seeds combined. If we just put all their wins together, put their losses together, and you're pushing 120. So nice job, gang. What are the fans getting tonight? Anything? Uh, you know what the fans should do? A walk-in. The fans should stand outside the arena and then go in like uh, during the third quarter or not go at all. That would be a really good way to to send them off. Bye, Robert Sarver. We're not showing up anymore. Don't you even utter new stadium. Don't you even don't even let those words get to the edge of your lips and say, we really need a new. No, you get nothing. You've earned nothing. If you keep it up, your new stadium's going to be the madhouse on McDowell. We're going to move you back into the old place. Devastated this franchise, ruined it, and then you just you sit back and act like this is part of the process. To eight years out of the playoffs for the Suns—that's unheard of. That's unheard of. Terrible. Pushed everybody away from the game. The city doesn't go. We don't care. You know what they need? A little Rocky Four. That would help them. That would help them beat the Mavericks, maybe. But what they need is a uh, new leadership all the way top to bottom. I've seen enough of this one. This is terrible. We used to make fun of the Bidwells all the time when they were terrible, and then they got wise, and the old man stepped away, and the young kid took it over and let everybody else, like he got Kime and all these good guys to come in, and they started becoming respectable. It starts at the top. Something's wrong with the Suns. 44 wins combined with the team they're playing tonight, the last game of the year. Used to be a guarantee this team would at least have 45 wins by themselves. That was going to, that was a bad year. They're awful. I feel bad for people who like basketball because you're getting fleeced. So tonight, I'm curious to see what the crowd's going to be like. It should be interesting because why would you go to this? Why? Unless there is the promise of fans get to play the second half. First 5,000 fans get season yeah. tickets. Well, there won't, <laughs> maybe <laughs> if you show up to this nightmare and stick it out, if you can endure it from from opening tip to the final buzzer, you get front row seats for next year because nobody's going to want these. The, the Warriors had them by, I think, 30 the other night, and half the, half the stadium was gone. The Warriors, Steve Kerr hates the ownership of the Phoenix he Suns. He did it again. So much. He says, I'm taking the night off. The, the players will coach. He didn't announce it this time, but he, he did it again. He actually announced it the first time. First and time. so the coach, the coach of the team, we're going to sit it out. The players are going to coach themselves against the Suns. And that was clearly a shot. At Robert Sarver and the way Steve Kerr was treated when he was with the Suns. Clearly just said, look, we don't even need coaching. The players can go out there and streetball this team into the earth. And they did. And he did it again the other night, but he was there. I mean, he was, like, participating. You, said, but, you see the timeouts? No, they're he, all. He wasn't there. They're on the court. He wasn't there. The guys on the floor are doing it. Yeah. It's great. And that's a giant middle finger. 
to uh, to the franchise that just basically screwed them. So yeah, it's it's a disaster. Forty four wins tonight on the floor. Two teams. They shouldn't charge you for it. Just say this one's a free for all. They need to do something for the fans. Come on. I mean, this would be an insult to say, "Hey, tonight's game free." Yeah, I guess it you're right. should be. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. condescending. Yeah, it's it's like, hey, you know, what? we're gonna do something for you. You come watch these two pathetic franchises stumble all over their dicks tonight. We're not gonna charge you. Beer still costs because we got to pay back the vendors. Yeah, take a hit for this one. Give me, give me something. But the fans have gotten zero. If you do it for like the first game of next season, if you like have that. a ticket stub to any of the last 39 games since the Suns have been eliminated, <laughs> any of the last 39 games of the year, you get a free game next year. Yeah, that's, that's not That bad. would be good. Of your choice, too. Not like, you know, if the if it's the Cavs game, so so be it. People want to see LeBron or they want to go to the Golden State game, or they, so be it. You got ticket stub, one ticket stub from any of the final 39 games since the Suns have won twice in 2018. You get to go to whatever game you want to next year. On the Suns. Pick it now. Yeah. Call we, them up. We need a we're sorry section. Robert Sarvi Sarv man, I can't even say it without saying sorry. His name should be Robert Sorry. Robert Sarver's sorry section. We're so sorry for last year. We've blocked out this amount of seats. Anybody that shows up with a ticket stub from last year gets to sit in the leathers. Enjoy the buffet. That's it. Now the only other thing you could do to make it so you're like, all right, you're not such a terrible human being. Is give all those front row seats to orphans, just for the visual, just for the visual. No businessmen, no like uh, you know, suits that show up in the second and leave in the third. No pressed hams. And, and uh, yeah, none of that face that looks like it's being stretched out as we speak. Just orphans, tattered Oliver Twist looking orphans, all through the leather seats, and they get access to that club downstairs. I thought you said there was a lot of cussing down there on the floor. Though. Well, then the NBA's got a problem there. That's their own issue. That's not Those my problem. Those kids can handle it. Those kids, they're orphans. Yeah, they, they, they have to get used to the mean streets. The least of their problems. Look, you're an orphan. Black people are going to yell at you. It's going to be awful. Get used to it. NBA's the best learning tool for them. And then they sit, watch the game, and the cameras will be like, wow, a lot of orphans here tonight. And it'll look better, and Sarver won't be such a demon. Ruined a franchise. Ruined a very proud franchise. Have the nerve to wander around. Suns at 50. Let's celebrate. Gotta mess that it up. It was awful. We'll try that again next year. Let's do Suns at 51. Let's get Let's it right. Wipe the slate yeah. clean. And they're all proud because they're going to get the first round pick. Yeah. No, that's a fact. When he bought the team, were they good the year before? Yeah, they, were in the, the, yeah, they yeah. were in the NBA uh, uh, the Western Conference Finals. finals. And then, and then the next the very year, next year when he bought, oh, yeah. the next year they he were bought them high. Well, the next year they were in it again because they still had the, they were still in the playoffs and started to fade. And then as they that lost was the San Antonio, yeah, they lost Steve Nash. Now there are a couple of they had one season where they kind of outperformed what they thought they were going to be made the playoffs, but they haven't made them for eight solid years now. And that's just a trend that's on him 100. percent This is his. You can't even say it bled over from the Colangelo days from when he first got it. It's like, okay, we had some talent and some players that, and free agents that still wanted to come to Phoenix. Doesn't the, the GM take some responsibility? He's fired like eight of them. Yeah, that's true. And the GMs leave going, this guy's out of his mind. Steve Kerr was one of them. It's like, okay, I'm glad to leave that mess. And so, yeah, you start looking at, you know, the, the bleed over, and then the reputation kicked in, and nobody wants to come here. Back, back even when Sarver first started, free agents were like, I want to go to Phoenix. It's, it's one of the best franchises in basketball. And then four or five years later, name one free agent that's come here other than Jared Dudley three times. Tyson Chandler, he's 58 years old. 
podcast. So get him on the way out. I'll be the I'll be the open mouth on that one. I just don't think that that's it's just he could be a great person, but man, he's destroyed that franchise up and down. And I'm speaking for the fans, and he knows it too. Otherwise, a lot of times those guys get mad when media starts bashing them and they start saying we've done this, 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 and this. No, no, he never, ever, ever, ever gets behind a microphone and says, "Hey, I got to defend myself." He knows. He knows the the murmurs. He's the new. We're the new Clippers, the sons of the new Clippers, and it shines badly on the city. Oh well, what are you gonna do? Uh, other sports news, and I like this story a lot. Uh, I mean, the Olympics and stuff like Olympic sports are gonna just turn into. Uh, I don't know. I don't think we should have the gender division anymore. Whatever you do, you do. Because the uh, weightlifter that uh, had a career-ending injury yesterday in the Commonwealth Games, uh, she says her career may be over. Laurel Hubbard uh, blew out her elbow in a uh, clean and jerk or something. I don't know what she was doing. Uh, she grimaced, dropped the 132 keg barbell. I don't know what that Kilos. Kilos, I don't know. Uh, reportedly rupturing a ligament and an injury that's going to require surgery and says probably. She said later, my arm is busted. It looks like it's going to be a career ender being looked at. I'm glad that I've gone out and tried to achieve my best on the platform. Because uh, the slogan here in New Zealand is you have to earn the fern, which I kind of like. Uh, she has earned the fern by chopping off her dick. She used to be a man, so she now has just a fern. And uh, she chopped off her wang and started competing in women's weightlifting, which I think is a great move if you're going to do it. And you're kind of a portly, like if you're a portly, strong man trapped. You've got a good base. Yeah, but let's say you're. Oh, that's a base. You're a portly, strong male <laughs> body, but you're a woman trapped in that body. You might as well make lemonade, right? You're, you're just going to oh, walk yeah. like, well, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to come out of this. I, I want to be a woman, but I recognize that I'm about 240 pounds of man. Look, I'm I'm all for your struggle, but how is it legal for legal, legal or otherwise for you to compete against women? Right. When you. Your training session for the first 20-some years were, right. were, yeah, with all the extra. doesn't make any sense. Years. No, it doesn't make any sense. But she's allowed to compete against you. can't replace all your hormones, right? Surprisingly, she was one of the favorites. Not surprisingly. But now the elbow blew up. According to science, not yeah, surprisingly. No, no, not at all. But, uh, yeah, so I, I just think there's no more. Let's uh, We love this equality word. Everybody, there's no more men's division, no more women's division, uh, transgender. Everybody goes in and lifts. And then we have just a list of who did the most, and then we'll give awards away accordingly. Like, that was the strongest woman, that was the strongest transgender, that was the strongest man, and we'll just walk away. There's no reason for this anymore, because they're all competing against each other. And then some year, maybe, the, the strongest one will be a transgender. Be like, holy cow, transgender won the whole shebang. Congratulations, transgender did it. Nicely done. The year was complaining. I guess like, uh, how, how are we going to win this? Says the Samoan team, <laughs> right. beating the if, women. If Samoan women are complaining that you're too that you're too big for the sport, forget it. That's great stuff. His name was Gavin. She's forty, by the way, which is usually well past a weightlifter's prime. But <laughs> she's in a division of broad. Uh, been going uh, since before transitioning in her thirties. It's like you know, it's not working out here. As a male weightlifter, because I'm fat and not really good at it. But I bet you I could outlift the ladies. And sure enough, he's been doing pretty good work. So uh, old Gavin Laurel Hubbard, uh, no longer in it. I know the people that were very big on female weightlifting with the cheater in the middle. Yeah, let's just skip it. Let's just make it a, I don't know, non-gender specific. And let's do all the races that way, too. I'm all for that, because as a man... I would like to see 
you know, in the lineup on the 100-meter dash to go. And from Jamaica, Usain Bolt. Also from Jamaica, Lauren Tatters. <laughs> this should be a good one. And then you just race them all together, and the ladies will be like, this isn't fair. It's like, wait a minute, you're the ones barking about how everything needs to be even up. Go faster. But we can't. Uh, that could be very exciting. You said it. Yeah, but we get to hear them say it. We can't. We're not as good as He's the men. to prove a point. I just want to hear them say it. We can't keep up with the fast, awesome men. No. Oh. So you'd like to have your own girly division? Please. All right. A secondary it, girl division. Again. I want to hear it again. Why? Because we can't keep up with the guys. They're too fast and good at it. Mm-hmm. And what's the solution again? Our own non-man group. All right. Now, let's talk about golf courses. We can eliminate those stupid little red parts. You can build your own golf courses and have a lady, lady tournament. You won't be allowed on ours, and we won't be allowed on yours. But we want to play where you guys play. Well, we've just determined you're not as good at stuff as we are. Do I have to bring Usain back? Do I have to, do I have to show him? You're a jerk. Mm-hmm. And? Fast. Right. Thank you. It's just, yeah, women's boxing and all that. Whenever one gets good at girl UFC, they always start trying to pit them up against it. Let them go. I don't know. I think that conversation has kind of ended. Yeah, I know, but they always try it. There's always one that says, she could probably beat one of the men. Oh, here we go. And then it gets in their head, and Ronda Rousey's the perfect example, and she started getting, she started drinking that Kool-Aid, thinking that she could beat up dudes, and it's like, you're going to get your clock clean, lady, and it's not going to be pretty. So, yeah, let's just stop with the division. I am... I am uh, forward-thinking. I'm trying to eliminate these lines, these gender lines that clearly divide us on a, on a day where we're all supposed to wear red for equal pay for everybody. Let's do it. Let's get rid of men and women categories in all sports and let them all play. See if you can make the team. Oh, you can. You've earned fun. it. It would be awesome. As for a little while. For men, it would be awesome. Like the one woman, and it's no requirements and no rules or federal laws that are no passed. Rules? No, 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 no. You put like no, no, wait, like hiring two girls rules. on a team, no. each team. No, because they'd never play, and then it would be a big lawsuit. You just have a thing that says if you can make the team, you make the team, and and you have you know qualifications that if you're in the D league in basketball, you're in it. Well, they have that in hockey, and like some female hockey some goalies have kind of worked their way into the minors. Yeah, and it was more cute than it they was haven't gotten there, no, but you know. They just fill in slots. I mean, there's just a lot of hole. There's a lot of minor league hockey. A lot. And I'm fine with that. Make the team. Go for it. But stop with the equal on this and that thing. You'd think as good as they could do the splits if they get a I, goalie in there one I've day. I've always thought that girls would be better goalies. Because they're more limber. Yeah. I've always thought that would be a thing. Yeah, I always thought, like, Chinamen and women would be a make. I think you could say Chinamen. China women, then. China women? Yeah, we are talking about women. Contortionists? Those things at Cirque du Soleil, I'm like, man, it's it's. She's a spider. Just be on the ice like an octopus. But or they're what? so little, and I think all that gear weighs them way down and slows <laughs> them down, so then they can't be as contortioning. I always thought also that giant fat guys should be goalie, like that, massive. Remember fat that guy. Uh, lacrosse guy on that we had here? Yeah, the giant fat dude that stood in the net and just didn't even really move. Locked Stuff it. bounced off of him. You had to find a hole. Riddled every game. He just he just bruised beyond belief, but that was his job. Clog that hole. Massive fat Ralphie May type people. 
just standing on skates and saying, do your best. Put one hand here and one hand here. If they get them through the corner, I mean, chances are it's not really going to happen. You're huge. Kind of hunker to even sit down if you want to. Just sit Indian style with your hands out. Nothing's going through the middle. You might take a couple in the face, but you got gear for that. All these athletic goalies just makes no sense to put that much effort in. But there you go. So uh, transgender weightlifters, I'm for you. I want to see that happening. I want to see an entire division of that. I want it all. That is a great sport right there. Because this dude looks like female weightlifting. Like he's, Gavin is fat. Like, like those typical weightlifters are very rarely like ripped. Looks like the hormones have kicked in you know, a little power bit. Power lifters are usually not in great shape. They just look blobby. She doesn't look like she's putting a whole lot of effort in the diet part. She broke her. We'll get enough, you know. Uh, so she's in the heavyweight. She was in 185 plus. Huh. Well, she started that way. She's Gavin. Gavin didn't drop pounds for this endeavor. 35 years old, decided to become a female weightlifter. Is I, I, I can almost, I have to wonder if it's a bet. I'll pay for your surgery, Gavin, and I understand you've gone through a lot psychologically, but uh, if I do this, you have to become a female power lifter. Oh, come on, mate. Yeah, please, just for me. I'm going to pay for your entire surgery. I'm going to free you from this shackles of this male body, female woman trapped inside, but you got to power lift for me because there's no way I'm paying for this other one. Did you mention this also? She's 40. So yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. How, how much longer was she planning on going? Well, the friend that... She's lifting women weights. The friend that said he'd sponsor. I get, oh, I, yeah. yeah. Patrick probably said, "I unbelievable. I got 15 years out of this deal. <laughs> right, right. I didn't realize she was going to be as good as she was. <laughs> Gavin never lifted a weight in his life. He goes over and becomes a woman. He's one of the best power lifters in all of lady sports. Go get him, Laurel. Yeah, if you've got a friend that's dealing with that, that dilemma, and you've got a couple bucks in your pocket, offer to pay, but make him do women's powerlifting. You guys will have lucrative careers well into your 40s. See, Eric, you turned 40 and you're nervous. Laurel turned 40 and started to dominate female weightlifting. There's, you can do anything you want. You got this chop off your weight, man. That's right. Maybe I will. And you should. And you know what? I'll pay for it. And we'll get you into this lady lifting sport, and it'll be fantastic. Transgenderteam.com. And now, there's Erica. There's a team? Oh, well, hell yeah, there's going to be. Yeah. Erica O'Connell steps up for the clean and jerk. <laughs> up until last no, year. No, she got hurt on the snatch, John. Uh, oh, oh, poor girl. Well, that'll happen. It's new to her. She's probably not real does. good at handling She's it. She's attempting 265 pounds in the snatch. Did she, New Zealand? Oh, the snatch! She's clearly upset at the event, not anything else. The snitch! <laughs> I broke it! The Samoan team's like, yeah! Yeah! Open heart! <laughs> she dropped on snatch. I heard her. Oh, I didn't realize that's the injury that got her. That is a game changer. Oh, that's ironic. <laughs> I had a trouble on the snatch, so I uh, had to bow out. Had trouble with the snatch for 40 years. Couldn't earn the fern today, you know. Snatch blew out on me. And earn the fern? I don't know what that means, but that's their slogan. New Zealand's got to earn the fern. Sounds even dirtier than the snatch. Like Almost the did a Grogan on the mat. <laughs> got to earn the fern. Yowzers. So uh, taken down by the very thing I've wanted my entire life, the snatch. I'll come back for more snatch later.
Right now I've got to go see a doctor, see if more my nuts pop Is there back out. Is a one-handed snatch? I don't know. Yuck. <laughs> what did I just picture? Uh, it's 6.45. Give us a wake-up song, Eric. What do you got? All right, wake-up song brought to you by ELOteam.com. Thinking about buying a house or selling one? Get in touch with us. ELOteam.com. Contact forms right on the front page. we got Slipknot, The Devil and I, Volbeat, Lola Montez, Five Finger. Show's just around the corner. No one gets left behind. Very. Uh, hate Breed. Live for this. Soul Fly, Rise of the Fallen. What tickles your fancy, John? Well, Laurel Hubbard. The Snatch. <laughs> Laura Hubbard tickles my fancy. <laughs> she gets you going. Or else. Get over here, you big bag of meat. I'm going to earn my fern tonight. By the way, here's some aloe vera. I had some trouble with the snatch today. Oh, oh Laurel, why? Get on a plane with her. Earn the fern. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Brady. I've got myself a little <laughs> too proper if you want to go up and grab some meat and flagstaff. <laughs> You want to put some meat in your mouth, Brady? Yeah. You seem weightlifter worthy of a flight. Your stories are probably fantastic. Let's go to a different location and have food without anybody I know. No witnesses, you see. Yeah, Brent Crandall says, you sure she chopped that thing off? That could be a dude playing a dude disguised as a woman. I don't know. Made it kind of public. I don't think it's Juana Man. Could be. And the men are coming back. I can't tell you how right you are as a man. Let me be the first to sign your declaration of we're not equal. I want to hear him say it. <laughs> Would you say a woman can give you a better hand job than you can give yourself? We can logically. Uh, what, what can logically uh, doesn't it also stand true that a woman can't give a better BJ than another guy? Like, what are you getting at here, Rick? Thank goodness most guys can't stand the idea of that happening, so women are better at that. There are things they're better at and things we're better at. Sports, logic, and handling our deeds. <laughs> now go make me some breakfast. Well, Rick, you're taking it to a new level. All I wanted to do is race Usain Bolt and say that they can't do it. And then this equality thing goes out the window for a little bit. We can do anything a man can do, except run that 100 meters as quick. That's pretty... Uh, I don't know. What do you got? Uh, let's say uh, five fingers on a coin. That was like slip. Let's do it then. Let's the devil and I. The devil and I. And I. And. Okay. I. Whatever you want. The devil and I. <laughs> yeah. The devil any. Huh? He's got an any? Yeah. I would wonder. There's a show I thought of calling you last night, uh, Brady. CBS has called uh, Living Biblically right now. It's got no chance of surviving because it's just way too far. But it is it's a uh, comedy, right? Yeah, but it's CBS's very brilliant way to um, get the audience that no one's going for right now, which is the uh, the disenfranchised Bible thumper with a down-home comedy about a guy who has a revelation and finds uh, God and starts living the life the way the Bible says. But everyone around him is a gosh darn skeptic. And every conversation is about like, I just don't think that this, your prayer, and it's just got these, the Bible belters I could see just like, say it, where? They got trapped in an elevator in yesterday's episode. And he's like, will you guys just pray with me? And they pray. And then uh, the panel on the roof opened and a guy came through as a maintenance worker. goes, is everybody okay? And he goes, my prayers have been answered. And, and I just could see the whole entire South going, Ow, Ragnar! 
which the logical writing on the next one is why did he trap him in the elevator in the first place? He wanted him out so bad. Did you say logic? It's a uh, huh? Did you say logical? Yeah, it would have been a logical question, but that's exactly why they're aiming it at the Deep South. Boy, was it a simple program. I mean, for but all of the South's going to eat it up. It's going to have an audience. I got to watch. It's so bad. It's such a bad premise, but it's a. Uh, Boy, it's going to get eaten up. And it's going to be on CMT or one of those. They're going to eat it once CBS says we can't sustain this anymore. It's going to be on one of those family channels. Because they just make everybody who's, who questions the guy just a blithering 84 IQ. It's hilarious. Dirt, 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 dirt. Your prayers work. And then everybody's saved immediately after. It's pretty funny. I'm like, I can't. Seventh episode, and this was as good as it got. I'm like, wow, I'm going to hate watch this until it's canceled in a week. I almost texted you and said, you got to watch Living Biblically. Man, I missed it. Yeah, you got to watch it. It's going to be great. And tonight, Andre the Giant's special is on. Yeah, that would be, be cool. Is that on HBO? Awesome on HBO. They're doing a big thing about Andre the Giant and all the stories that are told about uh, all the, you know. 120 beers a day. Yeah, the, the beers that he pounded and the pizzas he would order five, six at a time. And uh, when they were on Princess Bride, Carrie Ells had stories that he couldn't believe what he was watching. Like, as the men ate, like, an entire craft table that was there for everyone. And Andre was polishing off the whole displays as plates for himself. So we'd never seen anything like it. They all went out for beers. He, he, he had to sustain, like, ten beers a meal. That's because he just, every, every can was a sip. Glunk. Just crushing. One finger, two piano keys. Why? Yeah, it was unreal. And, and the stories from the Princess Bride alone are amazing. I can't, I can't wait for the wrestling guys to tell their tale. Because, yeah, they'd say if, if we were going to sit for a meal, uh, it, 10 beers was a necessity. Like that, just bring them. But I remember seeing down. a picture of him holding the 12-ounce can. And no, it's just the four fingers. Tiny little, yeah, barely in his hand. It was a sip to him, and he just tossed the can. So each one was like a, like a shot. Hundreds of beers going down a day, and he just walked back to his room. <laughs> High tolerance. A little and bit, Andre. yeah, a little bit of uh, tolerance that went in there. Impressive. But, yeah, that's mainly what I want to watch is how he abused himself and never really – and just continued to climb into that ring and pick giants up. It's amazing. Uh, so that's HBO tonight. Uh, let's do it. You ready, Slipknot? You got it? All right, let's do it. It's Slipknot. The devil with I. In I. In I. Devil in I with I. In I, the devil, and I. Here it comes. It's Slipknot. It's 98 KUPD. Wake him up. It's cold. Heaven's blue right there. It's 7-Eleven in the morning sickness, and uh, the Brady Report sits in our laps. Let's get to it. But before we do, we have to thank the sponsors. Hooters. The 2018 Hooters Arizona Bikini Contest is this Thursday with your host, Gentle Dick Toledo. Judged by Eric O'Connor. Who are the other judges? You know? Uh, usually it's uh, it's one of the beer rep guys. Uh-huh. Um, they had a professional golfer last year. Really? Um, don't remember his name. Professional no. golfer. Uh, that it, term gets thrown around a lot golf here. pro or a professional golfer? Uh, the term difference. was professional golfer. Uh, so I don't know the, Steve the Jones? delineation of golf pro Steve versus Jones. professional golfer. No. Steve Jones would do it in a second. Well, hold on. He might. I? Oh, yeah. Aren't golf pros card holders? Some, not all. Of them. Oh, not all of them. No, they get they get their. How do you man. get to call yourself a pro then if you don't? You're have a golf a card? pro, which means you basically just you, 
you got a little card that says you're PGA professional. Okay, but yeah, PGA professional is different than a golf pro. Golf pro is just a dude that's you know gone through the test to run a clubhouse. He's not allowed out on the tour. And uh, there were two ladies that uh, were in fashion careers. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Well, future generations will look back at events like this, like Klan rallies. So get your tickets now while these things are still going on and tell the tale of your grandkids the last time you went to a bikini concert. Because we're heading into a, a time and space where these things are going to be. Oh, I can't believe they used to do that. So. I have a decade of wet t-shirt contests under my belt. Fantastic. And it's great. And you're going to tell stories to Caitlin's, Caitlin's kids someday. It's, you know, Grandpa used yeah. to judge women when they would moisten white t-shirts. That's not true. That never happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's sit on granddad's lap here. What we used to do is take what was known as a whore. You're not allowed to use that word anymore. But we would take the whores, and those were promiscuous ladies. They had sex with men? They did. Now can, we, that, can we have one, now that, now that every uh, Sure. Now that everybody's a lesbian, it doesn't count anymore. But anyway, here everybody's we go. Gonna be a everybody's going to be gay. That's what grandpas are going to think. Well, we used to take the promiscuous ladies, fill them with alcohol for free, called it ladies' night, then pour water all over their chest without a bra on, make them bounce around, and then give them prizes. It was a better time. They used to judge bikini contests? Mm-hmm. I remember when Jaeger bombers were only a dollar. Back when men and women used to mount each other for sexual relations rather than take these cumbersome pills. Uh, we used to have contests where ladies would dance around in their bikinis for money. You could win $200 in a night. That was unbelievable. <laughs> Grandpa was a Klansman. Whatever. It was a better time. Now go put your burqa on and praise Allah. <laughs> I don't know if I have any photos from those those times. Those Probably, better. Rocks Probably better not to. Probably. Because yeah. it's like Nazi person yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah. What's he keeping all this for? Just bad. But this is, I mean, as, as we hurtle towards the, uh, you know, can't objectify anything, even if they want to do it, this bikini pageant is going to be, you know, it's one of the last. It's one of the last. It's like when they celebrated the last VCR coming off the conveyor belt. It's like, man, those things were great for a long time. Can't have them anymore. I mean, you could, but people look at you funny. Uh, it's happening Thursday, and I, for one, can't wait. Get your tickets at Hooters AZ Facebook page. Uh, it's all over there. Metro Center, 6 to 9.30. Three and a half hours of ladies who want to be in bikinis in front of you with and and judges. That's the best. You're never going to hear those words again like five years from now. Bikinis and judges. It's just not going to be a thing. And it probably shouldn't be, but I, I, look, if you want to do it, let's do it. It's going to be like cockfighting in a few years. It's just going to be in some weird small town in New Mexico in a basement. And Mexican guys around as they shuttle these women in bikinis and they stand there for a second and then we all hold up numbers and they leave. Like, oh, these were great. Remember when these were legal? Oh. Miss Tijuana. I don't want to see that one. I want to college girls. I don't want to see some lady with a donkey scar. Yeah, make it happen. That's going to be good stuff. So the Hooters bikini pageant happening Thursday night. And we're proud to say... One of the members of this show is judging it, and another member of this show is hosting it. We're on board, everybody. We were there when. On board. And beforehand, I'm going to have a walk-in. So I'm going to stand outside and say, this probably shouldn't happen anymore, and then I'm going to go in and watch it. Because walk-ins are pointless. Everything's a walk-in, unless you live there. 
hey, ho, these pageants need to go. Someday. Not today. A while from today, though. This is the last one. <laughs> no, no. Not the last one. Let's just, oh, let's ease out. Hey, hey, ho, ho. Eventually, these have to go. Long after my passing. But yeah, it's not going to happen. Uh, 716, time now for Brady to give you all the news. Brought to you by Hooters. Brady, please report it. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Happy National Siblings Day. Oh, hi. I'll be sure not to say a word. <laughs> According to a new survey, 89% of Americans have a sibling. 80, what? 89% of Americans have a sibling. And the other 11 are lying about it. Do the oh, wait, halfies count? 10% are best Heck, friends with them. Halfies, oh. I'm, I'm 89% then. You get a load of halfies. Yeah. 8% have had a fight with them. Yep. That drew blood. You said 10% are besties? Yeah. Yeah. 10%? Yeah. Wow. rest of them are just like, oh. you live somewhere else. And that includes the twins? Because aren't twins always point. supposed to be besties? Right. I know twins that hate each other. Do you? I do know. Well, they're fraternal twins, but they can't stand each other. Haven't spoken in years. Years. Hmm. But that's got to be a low percentage. Oh, I'm sure well, yeah, most, most twins are tight. But five percent still share the uh, same friend group. What does that mean? That your brother and sister. Oh, or you're all friends with the same yeah. people. That's weird. Here's a couple of uh, fun facts. Only two presidents have ever taken a pension. Harry Truman, because he felt like accepting any corporate money. After he was president, wasn't it wasn't right? He also needed the money, and Herbert Hoover took it so Truman wouldn't be embarrassed by being the only one. Right. So just he's back in his buddy. Yeah. I watched a special on Jimmy Carter. You know how much money he did fundraising through uh, business interests in 1976. How much money he raised? Zero. So from 76 That's not to saying now, he did no oh, fundraising. He, he did fundraising, but he, not through corporate interest. Oh, okay. So that uh, just didn't. That was just was kind of like, ooh, that's kind of frowned upon. He also divested himself of a successful peanut farmer. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, he had to get rid of his own business. But it was the kind of a thing where it's like, yeah, I mean, there's really no debate on either side that back then it was kind of frowned upon to take all that money from businesses. Sure, you had your sideways deals coming in. That was still going on. But so you're saying it can be done? It was. For I don't think it can anymore. I think it can. Yeah, it would be going backwards. Glass blowers use three different furnaces to make their glass. And one of those furnaces is called the blowjob machine. A glory hole. Oh. I love those. <laughs> those are the best. I want me some glory hole. He's a glass blower. Yeah. No one knew. <laughs> Who knew that he was just trying to he was just gonna blow the logo? I want me some glory hole. I didn't know that. It's a cowboy glory hole blower. Michael Bay directed the video for the Divinal song, I Touch Myself. His finest work. This is pretty cool. No country for old men, and there will be blood. We're both shot at the same time, right? Yeah, next to each other, right? In Texas. Yeah. And uh, smoke from There Will Be Blood drifted onto the set of No Country for Old Men. They had to shut it down for a day. I remember reading about them banging into each other in these tiny little Texas towns. You've got Tommy Lee Jones and... Javier Bardem and Cohen Brothers mashing up with uh, pissing off Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis, who's trying to stay in character and wear the big hat all the time. And there's only like one restaurant. Researchers pulled 2,000 people 
who hit the gym regularly, and overwhelmingly, the response was, those expensive clothes can actually help your workout and produce results. Accountability. It's a mindset. 70, 79 said, 79% said wearing cool workout clothes really does make them work out harder. You spent more. You got to use it. The top five things people said that motivate them to keep going to the gym, seeing results. Hot asses. One, putting on their gym clothes. That's a big one. Drinking a lot of water during the day. Hot asses. Hot asses. Having a workout buddy. Hot asses. Eating healthy. Hot asses. All that you said were lies. They wear expensive, nice workout clothes to impress the hot asses that they're yep. there to see in the first place. The greatest is there'll be like rows and rows of treadmills, and then you'll see someone... One guy. A cluster, a cluster <laughs> right behind really the busy. Oh, yeah. 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 You say, yeah. all right, this is the, the treadmill that everybody yeah. wants. There's a lady that's in the one row by herself, and everybody's in a row behind her. <laughs> and the reason you want results is to yeah. impress the hot asses. It's all about hot asses. The only well, reason I mean, you go to the you. gym. Nobody goes to the gym because it feels good to eat right, and I really enjoy getting results. For what? Oh, so I can swing hot asses. I'm going to stay in this treadmill an extra three miles, I yeah. think. I'm losing a lot of weight oh, today. She's done. It's a good thing I went to Lululemon and got their new man pants. She's going to be super impressed. <laughs> Lululemon is not cheap, and she knows it. That's why the logo's on the outside. Oh, maybe I'll head to Lululemon today and grab some more stuff. What do you say, Todd? Why are you talking so loud, Bill? Hot asses. That's why we're here, dude. Yeah, nobody, nobody does it to eat right and feel good. They do it to try to impress other people and get laid. According to a... Another new study, people in North America watch more TV than anyone else in the world. We watch an average of four hours and three minutes a day, which is well above the worldwide average, which is just under three hours. The study also found that American TV shows are the most popular worldwide. British shows are second. We're fat and happy. We're the Roman Empire. Everybody else is doing all the work. We sit back, we laze around watching TV, and, and just continually rely on modern conveniences to do the work for us. Coming to kick our ass, though, soon, isn't it? If history repeats itself, yes. Hopefully after we're dead. Yeah, it'll be long after we're gone. Your kids will be murdered and slaughtered by the hordes <laughs> of invading Chinese. As long as I'm gone. <laughs> I won't have to worry about a thing. Yeah, what are we going to do? My tombstone will probably get kicked over. Here lies John Holmberg. He's probably in hell. And kick it, and then somebody will use it as a weapon against your child, perhaps. That's my hope, <laughs> is that invading Chinese and their alien overlords come in and smash your kids in the head with my tombstone. Train Alex now. Yeah, train him to defend giant, well, yeah. Put I got Kalen in jiu-jitsu, should be ready. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if uh, Asian martial arts are the best thing to train against the invading Chinese. Uh, I've watched UFC, those Asians are not good at martial arts. Yeah, a lot arts. of them aren't, yeah. It's all garbage. Or they just play pretend. Oh, you guys have got very good. <laughs> have no chance against the American martial artist. They're no good. They are buying it. Everyone keep training. They're just unbelievable. They just won't show us. Oh, I get an S kick again. Oh, America so good at martial arts now. We should have probably just never tried. There's a reason the karate and taekwondo guys don't do that good in UFC. Yep. Market You'll watch. See. You'll see. Okay. They come over here with that. What are they doing? Oh, this is a real taekwondo. <laughs> <laughs> we never teach you the whole thing. There's a billion of them. You need to piss off a billion people. Market Watch says that Grand Theft Auto 5 is now the most profitable piece of media in history. 
and it deserves it. Good news. That's good to hear. The game has sold more than 90 million units since it came out in 2013. Five and years. has generated around $6 billion, Far more than blockbuster movies like Star Wars, oh, yeah. Gone with the Wind, which both collected more than $3 billion adjusted for inflation. Doesn't matter. That's even if you add in DVD and streaming sales. Nintendo's Mario franchise has sold more copies than Grand Theft Auto 5, but no single game comes close to $6 billion. What about the Grand Theft Auto? Uh, Grand Theft Auto, the original game. The, the full, no, the full one. Like the whole franchise of Grand Theft Auto. Oh, Because oh, yeah. San Andreas sold a ton. Well, you, I know you had that Vice together City because sold um, a ton. Grand Theft Auto, the first one, is... Uh, it was dirt. That was like 1999. Grand Theft Auto came out on the Sega Dreamcast. I, I had yeah. it for that. Thing. And it was the top. Yeah, it was, it was the, the over, over the top view. It wasn't very good. The third one was the. That's when you're like, oh, I see. And then Vice City. I can't imagine what the Grand Theft Auto franchise is like. That'd be close to like eight or nine billion dollars. Yeah. And it's still one of the most spectacularly fun games I've ever played. It ruined all other gaming for me. San Andreas, 27.5 million copies worldwide. Jeez. And it's just, it's baffling to me how, like, I try to play other games and I'm just like, I can't. And Red Dead Redemption's the only one that I'm like, this is right there with the, it gave me that same fun. I haven't had a game that's done that to me since. A woman in Sebastian, Florida named Sherry Thompson couldn't find her cat recently. He's a black cat named Galt. And she suddenly realized where he was wasn't good. Earlier that day, her neighbors had helped her take an old couch to the dump, and the cat liked to hide in the couch. Uh-oh. Apparently, it was there was a rip in the back of the couch. That's why it went to the dump. She realized the cat might have been hidden in the dump. So she called the uh, waste management place, and um, the cat was buried about 12 feet in 12 feet in of garbage. Crash. She had to wait overnight because they really got there to be able to dig it out. But they did, they and the did cat it. was okay. And Galt made it. Yep. Galt's okay. back in action. A pissed, but... Wow. Yeah, you don't cross Galt. How about um, a little bit better furniture in the house? There's going to be gashes in the back of your couch that things and living creatures can get lost in. Clean it up a little bit. Snake owners. How about a little uh, duct tape? Work. Did you see that thing? I don't know if it was on Facebook or the news or whatever, but some lady opened up the hatch of her Ford Explorer, side. and in the side where the door closes is a rattlesnake, like probably a three-and-a-half, four-footer. Coiled up. Just smashed up in there. Its head's like looking at her like, hi, I live in your Explorer now. And she just took pictures of it. He was, I mean, it was just crammed in where the door meets the car. Wow. And it was in that little weather stripping. It was the creepiest thing ever. Back in January, a 46-year-old woman named Jennifer Chapman from Ocean Park, Washington, got into a major argument with one of her male roommates, having to be a relative. Uh, We don't know their exact relationship, but they're related. Anyway, Jennifer was trying to take some of his stuff out of his house and uh, yelling at him in front of him and his brother and his nephew. At one point, the guy said to her, you're putting on quite a show. Jennifer said, you want to see a show? And she took her shirt off and her bra and charged him boobs first. He tried to dodge her, 
But she whacked him in the head with one of her breasts. Yes. Which put him into the wall. Wow. Then she rubbed her breasts all over the, the guy's brother and his nephew. And of ran outside and peed on the driveway. Wow. She's classic. She was arrested for assault. Was doing court last week, but she no-showed. So now there's a warrant out for her arrest. She's looking at a year in jail and up to a $5,000 fine. Well done. Got an email from Priscilla and said, John, you couldn't be more right. We used to sit on my grandpa's lap, listen to him talk about how he had cockfights on his farm in New Mexico. <laughs> hey, I tell you, we used to fight those beasts out there, those wild chickens. Tell us more, Grandpa. It was a cold, rainy night in Ellie McGordo. <laughs> we dug a pit. Me and 13 illegals got under there with our roosters. We had a good old-fashioned cockfight. The blood and the feathers flew. So our stories would be about crazy video games and wet t-shirt contests? Yeah, there's naked girls and bikinis, and the kids' eyes would be like, what? And we used to judge them like meat. I just felt short of auctioning them off to the highest bidder. Wow. What did you do? I was a judge. I would put that woman's wares on display and give her a number based upon the other ladies. There were winners and they were losers. God forbid you had a little muffin top or I would judge poorly against you. No chunks would win my contest. Now go be lesbian somewhere else in your Habibs. According to this medical journal, this uh, 34-year-old guy who recently participated in a chili pepper-eating contest where he ate a Carolina Reaper. That's the pepper that went into the Guinness Book of World Records in 2013 as the world's hottest pepper. Go it on. has an average uh, heat level of 1.57 million Scoville units. For In comparison, Tabasco is 5,000. Okay. It's a pretty big jump there. Yeah. Challenge! Yeah, make it happen. Right after he ate the pepper, he started dry heaving. Then he had neck, neck pain and then terrible bursts of pain in his head. Ooh. Eventually, it got so bad, he went to the ER. Turned out he'd gotten a condition called reversible cerebral vasoconstriction syndrome. Wow. It messes with the blood vessels in your brain. It causes severe thunderclap headaches. Worst case, is. could lead to seizures. But Indian headaches? What is a thunderclap headache? That's what they, they call them. The, uh, oh, that was the Native American headaches. Fortunately, it's just temporary. Thunderhead? Thunderclap? I've got thunderclap headaches. Mm. It's cultural appropriation. Is that what it has stolen their headaches? Mm -hmm. You can't have thunderclap headaches. Those are ours. Oh, it's the first search. Thunderclap headache. A lone, acute, severe headache. Uh, sudden onset. On the prairie. It takes seconds to minutes to reach maximum intensity. The sun will rise in the east. So it comes on like a thunderclap. Right. Well, I get the, the idea of it. It just sounded like an Indian. In the west. Comes in the east and sets in the west. And thunderclap in your head. And then prairie. Long as the days. Okay. So you're the worst doctor I've ever had. It's past Saturday afternoon. Firefighters in Los Angeles rushed to a park after they got a call. About a 70-year-old man who'd gotten a personal body part stuck between the slats of a park bench. Oh, here we go. The report didn't say what the personal body part was. Assume. Penis. I think it might have been that or the bag. Oh, they didn't even say afterwards. Yeah. He got his nuts stuck in the slats? Now, that's an accident that could happen while your pants are off. It's 
a different story. But No word on how they were exposed enough to drop through the bench. And then swell up to where you couldn't get them back out. I guess if it's a deep enough bench, if your nuts slipped through, you couldn't bend forward and reach and squeeze them and get them in the proper alignment. Yeah, it could just fall in the same spot right. and that then, jams. Yeah, and then it works as a bobber stopper. Yeah, <laughs> bobber. They no, got them out. But yeah, you got to twist and get each one on the same side and push back up. But if they fall back into natural place and you can't reach them from the front by bending over because the bench is stopping you, I could see that. But why are your pants down? That's the bigger problem. We'll end it with a couple of radio videos. The first one is a wedding trend in China where the veil magically glides down the aisle and lands on the bride's head. Huh? Ghost veil. Yeah, the ghost veil. So there's a bunch of them. They'll show you what. So they just throw veils at her? What in the world? Yeah. Oh, there's the string. Yeah, you can see the little. Oh, I didn't realize it was. I didn't realize it was a string. <laughs> It's on a but the release is good. Hey. It's failed Bukake. There's a series of them. Some of them. Well, don't reach for it. It's less impressive. Yeah, she panicked. So it's just this bales firing across it. <laughs> oh, wow. This is on a full. Pull, pull harder. That's pretty amazing. Look at that wedding. Where is that? It's some sort of at the it's amazing. That's, that's the most beautiful wedding I've ever seen. It's the uh, Hollow Dome in Qingchong. Of course, I haven't seen the bride yet. That was racist somehow. Qingchong's not a real city. Couldn't just say Hong Kong. Jeez. You don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do. Fired that out. <laughs> you don't know it wasn't in Qingchong. That's right. And the groom's name was Charlie. Qingchong. All right, settle down. Don't defend it. You know what you were doing. You didn't pull that out of your knowledge. You pulled that out of the bigot hat. It's the Holiday Inn and Ching Chong. It's real. Somebody get Grandpa away from yeah. the Asians. <laughs> yeah, stop it, Grandpa. <laughs> and then defending it as the worst Grandpa movie. Hey, you don't know there isn't a Ching Chong Holiday Inn. Why is everybody always down on me? I'll find one. How come I'm right. always the bad guy? You're right about the Holodome. There is not one. All right. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Ching's getting married. Your cause, Grandpa. Stop. King Chong is a place. It's five days later. I looked it up on the Googler. Found it. There is two at Ching Chong. Well, that doesn't mean you knew. Do they have a holiday inn? It means Google knew. Well, I knew. It didn't. And it's all right, Grandpa. We knew you were a bigot. The second radio <laughs> video. <laughs> you know what's never going to happen again? Me unfurling these arms. I'm forever mad at you guys. That's Grandpa Position A. <laughs> Screw you. I'm not going to tell you about the bikini contest I used to judge. <laughs> Another video is making the rounds. It's a silo demolition in Denmark that didn't go as planned. Um, take a look at the uh, second one, Toledo. It happens. At, it's a better angle because it falls into the uh, cultural center. Oh. oh, minor detail. Oh, boy. Oops. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell it's going to fall that yeah, way. It looks like it's leaning already. So they chopped out a good you're, portion you're of wrong. A, a quarter up. It goes about 2.15, I think, is when it... All right. Pretty awesome so far. Somebody's getting fired. The cultural Center is that beautiful museum right behind it, I'm guessing, yeah? Next on the, uh, to the yeah. left of it. And they got to pull it. Oh, listen to the laughter of children. 
Are people working in the cultural center right now? There it goes. Magic. Here we go. Boink. Bounce. Backwards. Oh, this is no good. No. Watching from the cultural center. Look out! Right by cultural center. All right. How much damage? Dust to clear. It did, uh... By the way, that's why we watch this stuff. We don't watch for perfect implosions. No one injured. Oh, they cleared it, I hope. Yeah, just well, in case. Yeah. <laughs> you let them work in that building? They will be fine. It's going to tilt the other direction. in the cultural center. Sure. It is uh, the Netherlands, I guess. Yeah. They're, they're very working people. Great health care. I don't know. He's just cussing up a That's storm. That's ne Nederlanden. Hollandese. What do you call it? Dutch. Cussing. Oh, yeah. That's some good damage. Yeah, they did a nice job in that cultural center. Denmarkian. Some structural engineers in trouble. Pretty right. good. Danish. Oh, is that where it is, Denmark? No, well, there they go. Great job. I thought it'd go down like the Trade Center. <laughs> right. Yeah. Should have flown planes into it. I told you. Said no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your ideas are good now, Hans, but where were you? I told you this. We should fly planes into it. We should have called Jesse Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> The conspiracy is alive. Turn this plane around. Yeah. Where'd that happen, Brady? Ching Chong, Denmark. <laughs> Party town. It's a place. Let me furl my arm. <laughs> that was pretty impressive of those wedding veils. It's going to catch on. And then here, we'll charge $8,000 to set up two strings and put a sheet over a woman's head. That's basically all that is. That's $8,000 because the presentation is crucial. So how long a run do you want the veil to go? And how many cam camera angles? Yeah, 63 feet. I want 10 cameras on. It's $10,000. It's my special day. No one will pay for the flying veil. How about you just wear it? Dumb. That's dumb. That's what Angela did. And her wedding was boring. Hmm. It's so about your Just future. Just marry Mr. Chong and yeah. let's get this over with. I pay a lot of money for you. I say your Chinese are overruled. I fry you all the way to Ching Chong. We hear a beautiful holiday here. In a Ching Chong. Told you guys. Told you that was real. <laughs> if I have, if there's one Chinese listener right now out there that's got family from Ching Chong, please. You got our, all right, so I just looked up Ching Chong to see yeah. if there was a Ching Chong Of China. course, there probably is. Ching Chong and Ching Chang Chong are uh, terms sometimes employed by speakers of English to mock or play oh, it's on the Chinese language. But it is a search. Yeah, it's a search <laughs> to tell people you're a bigot. And Brady defended it. You don't know. Yeah, we do. Actually, you don't know. Ching Chong! The place! How Ching Chong became the go-to slur for mocking Asian. <laughs> he, picked, oh my God. he picked one and one, eh? How did it? How, what's, the, but the best. what's the entomology of that? Oh. Or it's hack. It's one of the two. It's either like the best or like oh, yeah, it's so go-to. Uh, I didn't make that up, John. No, I know. I'm just saying. It's just... Uh, they're saying uh, it's number one. That's the one that the bigot goes to first. We need to know the entomology of Ching Chong. I got no idea what this guy's saying. from a Charlie Chan from movie. Chin or... Chong, Charlie Chan. Terrible. It's the go-to. It's not even... They're basically saying it's not even original anymore. 
It's been buried. In 2003, <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal tossed a phrase yeah. out when referring to Yao Ming. I remember that. That's right. And it's some people have told me it's as bad as the N-word. Well, it's not that bad. Uh, I mean, it doesn't we, really have the history behind it. We did have Chinese slaves, but for some reason it's not nearly as bad. All the way back to the 19th century where it shows up in children's playground taunt. Hmm. Well, that's where Brady learned it. <laughs> back, in the back in the early 19th century. Me and Toby Nestor. Ah, look at me, I ching chong, ching chong. Oh, it's terrible. And it lives today. Ironically, the whole Brady Report started with uh, what will be antiquated in the future and ended with what is currently bad now. Urban Dictionary. Ching chong, bing bong in the Urban Dictionary. To those uh, born to the Asian countries, it's the root of all evil. And when heard for an excessive amount of time, causes one to vomit uncontrolled. <laughs> the example the is? The example is, excuse me, I can't understand your ching-chong-bing-bong. Please try English when you are in America. Hashtag language, hashtag China. Hashtag stormtrooper. We're awful people. <laughs> Nazis. <laughs> So Brady should probably stop doing that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've actually heard you had the bing bong later. <laughs> Ching chong bing bong. Great stuff. Deny it. It's I like, haven't done the bing bong. It's a play. I just go with the ching chong. You've said bing bong before. I've said bing bong before. We're white. We've done it. Don't deny it. Embrace it. We've both ching chong bing bonged in the past. You just did it today. Try it to That's be all. better in your yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done ching chong ping pong. Don't act like you're better than that. You've done ching chong. The only time I've heard Great. it is from you. Please, you've done <laughs> fine. And here's here's where I'm a better That's man. That's the origin. Here's where I'm a better man. That's Probably true. Probably true. <laughs> I'm not gonna say go. Oh, I never said bing bong. Stop it. We've all ching chong bing bong. All of us. There isn't a, a white soul out there who hasn't done it. You ping pong. I proudly ping pong. They used to yell it at the uh, the Chinese working on the railroad. Oh, yeah. Ching chong, Chinese man. Well, the bing bong. Get right out of here. The bing bong probably came from their sledgehammers hitting the rails. <laughs> Look at them ching chongs. Bing bong, bing bong. It's terrible. We're a horrible, horrible race of people, us whites. Horrible. But we've won most battles, so take that. <laughs> Evil prevails again. Uh, it's 743. There you go. That is your brain. Boy, that's going to change. How so? The Ching Chong oh, Bing Bong's coming for us? Yeah. Yeah, they got a little, there's billions of them. You hear the little feet coming? Oh, we're in trouble. We'll be dead. Yep, and we'll be long dead again. Your kids can fight them off for all the terrible things you've said. Uh, there's your Brady Report. Brought to you by Hooters. It's 98 KUPD. There's uh, Three Days Grace right there, Payne. I just uh, got an email from a guy named Mike Ebner who said, uh, did you ever wonder about the phrase Chinaman's chance in hell? Like, you know, I hadn't till just now. Mike fired over the details of it. I'm like, I got to look into that. Two, I think I've heard of that one. You haven't heard that one? They didn't have a Chinaman's chance in hell. That's a, it's an old timey. Hmm. Uh, it comes from when they were building the railroad. And this backed up like immediately. I looked up two things, Chinaman's chance in hell entomology and Chinaman's chance in hell origin. Boom. Uh, Chinese workers would be lowered over a cliff during the railroad with dynamite in their hands, and they'd have to throw it into the assigned tunnels to blast out the tunnels for the railroad uh, because they didn't trust the Chinese with the matches. So they'd light the dynamite before they started to lower them. 
Most times they would just explode before they got here. Hence Chinaman's chance in hell. Wow. That's Whitey. Whitey rocks. Yeah. And if they ever decided to be uppity Chinese and take that dynamite and try to throw it back on one of the websites I read, like, all right, you're going to lower me down there, I'll just toss it back there and I'll blow up the thing you're standing on. They just let the rope go. <laughs> so the Chinese guy knew, uh, probably just best do my job. So I just you, can't imagine the mindset back then. It's better them than me is what I'm thinking. That's the only thing I could say. Well, well, we get the Chinese to do it. Uh, I'm not doing it. They didn't have robots, so they used the people who would eventually build robots. No wonder the Asians got so good at the technology. Look, stop driving us in hole. We build a real guy. He do himself. I think I'd give him a shot with the matches first. You think? Yeah. No, I'm sure they learned their lesson the hard way. Yeah, yeah. That, first guy. Yeah, that. Yeah, he would do something with the matches that would cause like a great brush fire and destroy things. Like, look, the dynamite's going to be lit. You toss it in the. We're lowering you to the hole, and we'll try to raise you up as fast as we can. Plus, they're lighter. They were smaller. You take the little tiny, the tiniest of the Chinese. Boy, how quickly did they become accurate with their throws, though? I, I, my guess is they wanted to they be never, accurate. They never got back up. That they just strapped dynamite to them. They got tired of the Chinese trying to throw it back. There's one really good my guy. Guess, no, that they just did a couple of times, times, and that's yeah. where the term came. Look, from. the bottom line is that the, eventually the Chinese got wise and started to throw the dynamite back at the white people. Like, look, just strap it to him and put him in the hole. He is the dynamite. And they never came back. If you drew that straw, you're you're part of the blasting. It was, yeah, it's, again, we'll come up and it's out there somewhere. Make America great again. That's what we need to do. Lowering people into holes with dynamite. Pre-lit. What a group. Texture says, John, did you know that the word chink came from the sound that the Chinamen would make when pounding the railroad spikes? Yeah. That heard them before that all those noises came from them. Ting pong, ting ting. Yeah, we're good. Good group. Now we just have fun with them today. <laughs> now we're just all even. Forgiven? Oh, yeah. Going to worry about it. And they've just been breeding and breeding since. When we get to 3B and we attack. We should probably just sit back with our lemonade and go, yeah, probably earned this one. We earned this one. Uh, it's 8 o'clock. In just a second, I'm going to give you a word where you can text away 97936, and we will get you all loaded up, and maybe you will win an Indian Scout Bobber motorcycle, my friends, right here on Bike Week. It's 98KUPD. All right, away we go, everybody, with uh, giving you a certain word to get you all loaded up and possibly... Uh, you know, on, on the back of an Indian Scout Bobber motorcycle. Pretty sweet bike we got out there. Double D uh, did a great job. That, the Double D's performance was unreal on this thing. I saw the, the basics before. I didn't know what an Indian Scout Bobber looked like before. This thing's sweet. Just the, the matte paint alone is really cool. So they did a really nice job on this thing. And it could be yours. All you got to do is uh, text the word 97936, the word today, Cocopelli. Another thing that uh, white Midwestern people come out to Arizona in the desert southwest and leave with it is the didgeridoo of the desert southwest. Went to Australia, and I couldn't believe how many people on my flight back were trying to check a didgeridoo through the airport. Full regret on their face, recognizing, oh, no, I bought one of those tourist trap things. Cocapelli, no different. Cocapelli is, uh, and it's very odd because we didn't know this till just now. It's all people over 60 that come to the desert southwest and either decorate their house in their new environment 
with coca pellies and weird stuff. Or they take it back home to the Midwest and plop it up on their shelves as their memory of going to the desert. Well, it's a fertility thing. So it's, it, you're basically bringing home, you know, the Indian spirit hope for more babies. And your dried-up six-year-old ovaries don't even know what's going on. That's why all those retirement communities around golf course start hammering away. All... Yeah, one trip to Scottsdale, they come home with some turquoise and a coca pelly. And the next thing you know, those fired-up dried eggs are starting to kind of work their way back in. Indian spirit has me. I think I got one left. And the old cowboy potted plant with a cactus for that's, a heart on That's definitely, oh, that's the novelty items yeah. Yeah, that some of the jokesters use. as prop comedy back home. The carrot tops of the... Uh, of Indianapolis. Take a look at his penis. I see it. That's funny, Bob. That's great stuff. No, it's just, you think he's just hanging out by the fire, but what he is, he's stroking his big cowboy dong. I display it proudly. It's a real prick. <laughs> Cactus, but the cowboy's got an erection. We see it, Bob. They sell them all over out there. All right. Do you believe the Coco Pellies actually do that? No, absolutely not. It's a uh, strung up piece of metal. I was going to say, if you no. don't believe in ghosts, you can't really believe No, I don't believe in any of Indian spirit nonsense. No. I make fun of all of it. Spirit of the Coco Pelli is uh, advertised at Gilbert Ortega's shop for tourists. <laughs> it's very good for your uh, reproductive system. Really? You'd think it would be more than eight bucks then. You know how much people are spending on fertility drugs and all they got to do is rub up against one of Gilbert's finer pieces of art? Oh, you can get a more expensive Coco Pelli. That'll give you twins. Careful. Nah. Have you ever done anything stupid like the uh, the burying the the saint upside down to sell yeah. your house or whatever? Like no. all Lisa's types of goofy done that. They've no. done that in every house, and they swear that it's why we they did the sold the house for teething. When Kirby was teething a little bit, someone told us you try you try anything. It was an egg, and you take one of her socks and you put an egg in it and put it above her do- door. Shut up. Yeah. Somebody was what? messing with you. It's an old wives' tale. Stop teething. Oh, they stopped teething anyway. We must have done it the perfect time. You know what you should do, do is hang a watch over the door because eventually the teething stops. <laughs> so the it's next like day, a Hungarian thing. Yeah, the only a, thing I'll give you on that on. is a sock and an egg smell makes a kid pass oh, out. Oh, it smelled so when cry. I forgot about the egg right. above yeah. the doorway two, uh, a month later. So maybe they'll teethe and not make noise, but it doesn't cease the teething. Because I would use it later. Like, all right, you're four now. Let's see if we can stymie a few of these little... And maybe that's what happens to those people who have more gums than they do teeth, like Terrell Suggs. It was weird. They hung the like, come on. No, and you tried it. Yeah, we tried it. Mainly because you were tired of your kids screaming. She wasn't screaming. sleeping through the night, yeah. All right. You were sick of it, though. And yeah. you're willing to try anything. All right, we'll do it. And you put all the science in that over anything else you tried. Yeah. That was the thing that did it. Here's the discussion online, John. Is it a placebo or is there more? I think it's a stink. Or the kid's first recognition of my parents are crazy. They're going to kill me. Just stay quiet. Hide. Hey, you stuck that egg up there. Yeah, what is it going to well, do to me? Put some sort of weird egg that's. Could be an Just alien. Just remember hatch. about the egg you stuck up there. Yeah. Yeah, because if it smells, then like, everybody uh, goes to sleep. Something's dead in the wall. Yeah. 
I'm, 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 I'm oddly superstitious as a lucky thing, but it is. I really don't put any credence in any of that stuff. The Coca Pelli for look. If you can't make babies, one of you has just got a sperm problem, or your ovaries are busted. That's basically your eggs aren't working and the sperm's not working right. And a it's funny how a doll it, isn't going to do it. It all trickles down. I mean, sports, baseball has a. Ton well, sure, of superstitions will change your mindset. Yeah. So maybe it'll you know relieve stress in your head or something like that. But it's not the doll that you use. Like you put the doll up, and then all of a sudden it's psychosomatic that you think the doll's doing something. Right. So your body starts. It's all because your mental powers are. Let's stop it with the. Like if that was true, hey, it, then old works. people would have babies all the time, and they wouldn't even know why because they're the ones who buy the Coca Pelli. If it truly had powers independent of your brain, if it if you just put it in someone's room, they'd get pregnant. If it had true powers, it doesn't. There's probably, you know, obviously some people that are wrong and believe it to be true. About, uh, <laughs> the minute we put that cocoa belly right. in, I'm all about later. There's Psycho- rules. There's Look, rules, baby. Yeah, I'm all about psychosomatic yeah. and, and, and stuff that fools your brain into thinking something's going to placebo effect is huge. Huge. It's proven to be. But if it truly had power, you could sneak it in a room and it would then make babies. But it, unless, if you don't know what's there, it's not happening. You have to be under 40. Yeah, and that, too. Otherwise, if it truly had powers, it would make, like, a 90-year-old woman have a baby. Like, look, it's the Coca Pelli what done it. Get him away from those old ladies. The guys at Mo Money Pond say, great. Now Brady's a voodoo practitioner, too? <laughs> he does voodoo. And it's uh, Christianity. You know, the prayers to Jesus to shut the kid up during teething. That wasn't working. <laughs> so hang an egg over its head and hope for the best. We, we comboed it up. Right. We prayed. Well, you leaned on the egg is the reason it worked, so... He has dolls of all the other barbecue owners in town. <laughs> right, little voodoo guys. Hey, take that famous name. Ooh, little miss. <laughs> Suck on that needle, little miss. <laughs> you don't want to see that room. Man, there's a lot of them in there. Yeah. Yep, Jesus ain't coming through. This teething thing is pissing me off. Bulgarian witchcraft should do it. Anything that works. Uh, so you get that in there. Coca Pellis. It's just a doll. They sell them at the novelty shops. That's how you know. It's like, you know, the Spencers of Indian art. Uh, 8 a.m. right now, we got it going on. So you got an hour to text 97936, the word Coca Pelli, a favorite. And I actually think Coca Pelli means dumb white woman spent $50 on doll. Uh, so you get ever ask Valda? Uh, Valda wouldn't tell me. They're, they're, they're sworn to secrecy. Why would they tell Whitey the truth? There's a lot of other stuff. Come on. They showed me about the hair thing, but she got real quiet about it. Don't say anything about the burning the hair thing. I don't know anything about burning. You can't cut your hair without burning. Uh, 97936. Text Coca Pelli. You might win a 2018 Indian Scout Bobber motorcycle. Uh, if we do call you, you're qualified for the bike, and you automatically get two tickets to UFest 2018. The big smokeout's coming here on April 20th. Five Finger Death Punch, Seven Dust, Jonathan Davis, and a whole lot more hanging out there at Mesa Riverview on the 20th of April, Hitler's birthday. Easy enough. we got a lot of things to give you, and it's Andre the Giant's special day. We may have some Andre the Giant uh, game that we're playing in just moments because tonight his documentary airs on HBO. Uh, we'll tell you if you can win next. It's Chili Peppers, 98. 90- it's Godsmack there, Serena. I just got an email from a Native American that said, You got it, Whitey. We're never going to tell you about our real secrets. Keep sucking up all that novelty garbage at the trading posts. <laughs> hey, well, good on you, Indians. I think that's great. Fleece Whitey for all he's worth. Get those casinos all built up and sell us those Coca Pellis to those unsuspecting white women from Kentucky. Go back with all that Southwestern flair in their house. There is nothing better 
and people who move here from another state that decorate their house like that. Awesome. That's Jackalope. Oh, you're you're a sucker. I can sell you anything right now. Uh, so good job. The word today is Cocopelli. Uh, it is uh, today's word to win the Indian Scout Bobber. 97936 is the phone number. Cocopelli. You got until about 10 after 9. A little after that, Toledo will start uh, making phone calls off the people who have qualified with just Cocopelli. Today's uh, word is just like the whole week. Things that uh, white people think make them more in touch with that 3% Cherokee or Navajo they always claim to be. You know, I'm 7% Navajo. Okay. <laughs> That's 7% of you're not anything. What's the other 93%? Oh, I don't know. It counts, John. It's not all yet. part of the DNA. I am That's sure right. about that 7%. Nothing better than that South Park when they all did to the 23andMe and they just used whatever their biggest number that they thought they weren't. They're African or they're Chinese or they're, you know, they've been oppressed by somebody. They just started to say, I'm 48% Northern European and 52% victim. <laughs> and all the other races were just victims of some point, so they could start <laughs> claiming victimization constantly. It was great. And that's why uh, Stan's dead. <laughs> you don't have enough victim? Randy was so great. No, he was just all white. So he kept making out with an Indian man and then swabbing again, trying to get his DNA so he could claim to be Indian. It was awesome. The Indian fell in love with him. It was really fun. It's a great episode. But yeah, it was just basically so you could start telling people that you're something. So you could be a victim. I'm 11% victim. Uh, it's 826. Coco That's today's word. 97936. Andre the Giant is going to be here today. His uh, documentary tonight on HBO. It looks fascinating. And he's a fascinating figure. So we'll have Andre in here in just a little bit. And basically, he's the giant of trivia. We didn't know that. He's a trivia master. He's got that big brain. Yeah, well, his brain is 10 times larger than yours. Small pea-brained normal. So he may talk a little slower, but that's only because it's just such a big tongue to work with. The words aren't going to come flying out like in our little, like flies. Flies probably communicate faster than us because of the size difference. He's a giant, as is his brain and his knowledge, and you will not defeat him. If you choose to try, 602-585-9800, the giant of trivia, Andre, will join us next. And you might win. What do we got today? What's the big prize? Oh, we got a lot of good stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we have uh, Shinedown tickets. Okay. We have uh, William Shatner tickets. Oh! System of a Down tickets. Man. All right, you get to pick it, but you got to beat our giant of trivia first. It's 98KUPD. Good luck. 98KUPD. It's the offspring right there. Self-esteem in the morning sickness. Very excited about tonight. HBO finally, finally unveiling the... Uh, the Andre the Giant miniseries, or not, not a miniseries, just a one-off, right? Yeah, it's just one documentary. One documentary that this thing gets going. So uh, it'll be tonight, and Andre the Giant will be uh, on display, in full display of his, some of its lore, some of its fake, some of its just fantasy. Uh, who knows the stories that have grown from Andre the Giant, but they're all big, real or otherwise. You think some of them are the, the big fish stories? Or Tons of big fish. out of proportion. Tons of big fish in there, but that, that kind of uh, makes him bigger. You know, it, 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 it's huge. The guy was just massive. His personality was big. And some of the stories that go around him are probably more legend than truth. But they're hard to deny because the guy was just totally larger than life. So uh, he's outside right now. If you want to, we've got his music ready to go. And he's out there, man, oh, man, ready to go with Andre the Giant, our giant of trivia. Oh, come on. It makes you want to go rent WrestleMania 3. Where's the brain? Is he with him? Is the Heenan with him? 
I think Brady the Brain is with him. By the way, the title of his theme is Ave Satanus. Is that Hail Satan? I don't know what Ave. Written by Ghost. I love it. Welcome him, everybody. Andre the Giant is here. Off of my body. <laughs> How are all of you doing? It's nice to be here. What's up, Dre? Hello, Brady the Brain. How are you? Good. It's good to see you, my friends. Back again. With love and affection. How's the afterlife? Hell is nicer than you would think. Hell? What the hell? Well, I did. I thought you were like a really... Nice dude. What I happened? used to use my ring finger as a sex toy. That's frowned upon? Show Eric. Come here. No, 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 no. That's all it's right. It's just a little ah! it's the size of a hotel bed. Goes right up and says, when the men come over the mountain. Remember me in the movie Princess Bride? Oh, yeah. Great movie. I was incredible. You were. I was, I was amazing. No other roles came for me. What uh, stories can we expect tonight in, in your documentary? One you of me shoving my ring finger in your Mima, then another of me shoving my ring finger in your Mima's buttocks. <laughs> that takes 25 minutes. Then the credits roll. It's hey, pretty awesome. My dad got to interview you in the 70s. you remember that? I remember that. I stuck my ring finger in his buttocks. Really? It's a little baby ring finger. How are you guys doing in the life? Real good. Yeah? You are smaller. A little bit. Used to be big. You are Brady the short giant. You remember him when he was big? Yes. I thought he was coming for my record. But he did not so come. small, though. Tiny. But no, I thought he would get large. You think you could body slam Brady pretty easily? With my ring finger. Watch this. <laughs> oh, wow! From under the chin. Yeah. I can't get it in. <laughs> not dry. It's a big neck. Very tight. There we go. There it is. I want to play a game with Ed Listener. We got some listeners lined up ready to play uh, with you, Andre. Let us play. 80s trivia in what, your wheelhouse, Andre. What is this song? It's Sorry, it was on, the, <laughs> on a loop. That was the ultimate warrior. Remember yeah, him? It's a different guy. He is also in hell. He's crazy. <laughs> Hello there. Who are you? How are you doing? Hello? I'm doing well. I am dead. <laughs> I'm doing well, sir. I am dead. We know that, Andre. Yes. You've told us. He did not ask. He's a rude, if you ask me. Is a, you would like to play a trivia with me? I am, I am ready, sir. All right. How tall are you? 5'9". On my driver's license. And your weight? Uh, 200. I'm 7'4", 550. <laughs> You've got him by a little bit, Andre. I have. We are yeah. not in the same weight class. Let's see if we are in the same trivia class. We need another case of beer. He just polished I just polished off, off 14. Pretty. <laughs> yes, Andre. Pretty, that brain. You read. Okay, ready? It's 80s trivia. Okay. 
Try to match Andre's wit. That's where I live in the 80s. That's where most of my memories are. Eddie Murphy makes his big screen debut in this movie. And the giant. Beverly Hills Cop. Incorrect. Forty-eight hours. Correct, Andre. You like Eddie? You like Eddie, right? He's very small. I like him. He made me smile and laugh. Ha 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 ha! Have a beautiful laugh on that. Like angels sing. <laughs> Here we go to stay alive. Lady also makes me laugh. But only in the shower. <laughs> Yo, MTV Raps debuts with this man as host. Andre the Giant. Take it, hey, G. Is uh, DJ Ed Lava. <laughs> Incorrect. Oh. Oh, that's what Andre did five minutes ago. I had it in my pantry. John Blank. Yo, MTV Raps. Fab Five Freddy. Freddy. Fab Five Freddy. Oh. Damn it. It's all so clear now. Freddy. Yes. You like dad jokes? I love them, Andre. <laughs> <laughs> I heard one a second ago in the lobby. Oh, yeah? Linda Blair <laughs> agrees that possession is nine tenths of the law. Ha <laughs> ha. Ah, 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 ah. You have to be dead to life. <laughs> I heard it on KSLX. Wow. The audience is almost dead. <laughs> That's plain and hell, huh? You want to choke slam Neanderthal Oh, down? here's more. <laughs> Go on, Brady. Ask He's a more. finger puppet? He would be a finger puppet. All right, here Charging. we go. This movie premieres and is contains... Is this guy still on? <laughs> yeah. Oh. No. Yeah. You're, you're up one nothing. All right. Oh. Go ahead. Best of three, four. This movie premieres and contains the line, Strange game. The only winning move is not to play. So, Andre is a giant. Take it, Andre. Uh, is that the Matthew Broderick movie, War Games? Correct! Oh. Oh. Good one, Andre. Good one. Nobody defeats me. Ah, 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 ah. Even with careful, your... careful. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all you gotta, right. You gotta someone clean that up. Buzz in a little quicker next time. Right? I am buzzing in as fast as okay. I can. Let's try to help you out. Patrick's on the line. Oh, Patrick. Yes, How tall are you? I am six foot eleven. Six foot eleven. No, six foot even. Oh, you are even. small. Oh. Are you a boy of age 12? <laughs> no. I'm like 31. A full-grown man. You got it. Ah, do you like dad jokes? <laughs> I sure do. Hit me with one, Andre. Oh, they're working on a vaccine for shingles. Because this year's outbreak... He's big enough to build a whole roof. Oh, oh my God. Oh, 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 oh. That's pretty awesome, Andre. Oh, you would have to be brain dead to enjoy such low-level scum humor. 
Did you get that out of Brady's book, Andre? No, curse, Alex. All morning with that. You don't want to listen to that anymore. Uh, I apologize. Uh, ask the question. All right, here we go. Here we go. Mattel unveils this line of figurines, which includes characters such as Tila, Battle Cat, and Man at Arms. Andre the Giant. Andre got in, Patrick. Sorry. That is the collection of toys from the He-Man. Correct. You know your 80s, Andre. I know my 80s. The giants come over the mountaintop with the trivia questions. I answer them. Do you know any dad jokes? I sure don't. I'm fresh out. Ready? Tell him one. Or else. Okay, um... You're gonna choke slam him if he does? How come they canceled uh, the basketball game? Why? His men kept dribbling on the court. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> he loves them, I think. Oh. Or is that pain? That's pain? It's both. <laughs> People like when they What is that that came out of the tights? Why don't crabs give to charity? Why? I have no idea. Because Why? they're too selfish. <laughs> ah! Jesus. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> I was hitting the head with a diet coke, but don't worry, it did not hurt. Here it was. <laughs> don't make me laugh. <laughs> Why didn't it hurt? Because it was a soft drink. Oh. Oh. Can we get back to the game now? Oh my god. I could do this all day, Andre. Yeah. You're my yeah. best friend. Oh, my toe is the same size as Eric. <laughs> it's black. We should just have Andre go on for Larry McFeely. Ah, <laughs> I would never do the job of a Jew. I'm from a different time. Is that no good anymore? No, it doesn't work, Andre. I'm sorry. <laughs> Brady just asked a question. <laughs> this Saturday Night Live cast member first plays characters Little Richard Simmons. Andre! <laughs> Damn. The Giant. Take it, A.G. Andy Murphy. Correct! A lot of Eddie Murphy. Yeah, that's two. Yeah, he's hot. He's a very funny man. You just beat yeah. Patrick? Patrick is no yeah, more Yeah, he's here. done. Goodbye, Padre. Right, we got uh, Chris on next. Hello. Hello, Chris. How tall Hello. Hurry. How tall are you? 6'3". That's baby. pretty good size, baby. but still like an infant to me. Like how, a little baby. How much do you weigh, Patrick? Weigh about 175. This is Chris. We got I don't care. Chris. He needs to eat some food. You are too thin. You need to calm down, Brady, and stop shoving stuff down my throat, yeah? Oh, yeah. Right. We have a match, oh, I think. sounds like it. I'll have my friend Andre take care of you. We are about to have a battle. <laughs> Right. It's battle, baby. But before that, why do melons have weddings? Huh? Why is that? Because I don't know. the cantaloupe. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. Good. Oh, it's good. How's your daughter doing nowadays? Fat. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, it's kind of genetic. Hereditary. She had no choice. Okay. Here we go. Here's the question. All right. Name one of the two actors that starred in the newly released movie Ishtar. Andre the Giant. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman. Warren Beatty. Correct. <laughs> Andre's killing me. I shall not be beaten. I'm very good at these games, you see. Uh, more for you. Andre, why didn't the uh, ah. skeleton go to the dance? Because. Yeah, no good. No. Although applicable. Because he had no body to go with. <laughs> right! Yeah. <laughs> how do you how do you make an octopus laugh? I don't know. With ten tickles. Again, kind of weak now. So. Can we get back to the game? Uh, All right, here we go. To stay alive. I really like staying alive. Ed McMahon begins hosting this series. We're judges. Andre the Giant. Take it, take it home. Star search. Correct. Goodbye. Goodbye. One more. And then you win the title. Right. The belt belongs to me. Matt's on the line. Hello, Matt. You know Matt. Yes. Hello, Matt. I know the Matt. Hello, hello. I spent a lot of time laying on you. (laughs) Matt. Yeah, uh, very it? enjoyable. Oh, okay. Wrestling man. Oh, <laughs> your name means two things. Yes. Let's play. All there we day go. Long we Dwight play. Gooden wins the triple crown of pitching by finishing first. Andre the Giant. Take it, AG. Wins. E- oh, wait, are we going? Yeah. Way ahead of you. ERA uh, and strikeouts. Correct. One more, Matt, and you are dead. Pay attention, Matt. I don't want to have to kill you, but I will. Here we go. Okay. This actor plays the character Colonel Troutman in the newly released movies Rambo First Blood Part 2. Under the Giant. Richard Crenna. Correct. Of course it is. I cannot be stopped my brain. My brain is ten times larger than Matt, yours. Matt is still flat, Andre. I'm flat as a mat. <laughs> that was okay. Were you happy to see all your old friends at the premiere of Giant? I did. Cool. It was nice to see everyone turning out for Hulk. me. Hulk was there, yeah. and all of them were very happy to see the Giant. Princess Buttercup, was she there? She was there. Very small. Could not house my penis. <laughs> Wait a minute, you tried the tail robin, right? To. What? Then she said never again and ran from the room <laughs> and married that little midget Shantan. All because my freight train of a penis nearly <laughs> split her in half. Billy Crystal was there too, I think. He, right. however, could house my penis. Could he? And did well. He was a little Jew horse star. Didn't you tell oh. uh, Billy the difference between pink and purple? Yes. The grip, Billy. <laughs> you know, I used to have addiction problems. Oh, yeah. What were you addicted to? Alcohol, drugs, women, 
and the hokey pokey. Really? Yes. But I turned myself around. <laughs> ah! Drop the mic. And that's tiny in your hands. Yes. Said Ronnie. <laughs> you know Ronnie. Get out of here. Of course I know Ronnie. Everyone knows Ronnie. She loves the fire hose. And I have one. Yes, she does. Watch my special tonight on HBO. Can't wait. Goodbye. So long, my friend. So Andy long, Andy. my friend. We're going to storm the castle. Goodbye. Wow, there he goes. The late Andre the Giant. So friendly. The gentle giant. Unless you're Robin Wright Penn. And then that got rough. Or Ronnie. No, well, yeah. Or my Mimo. <laughs> Your Mimo took the brunt of it. <laughs> Both sides. Chinese finger torture there. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, did anyone win? No. no. The prizes belong to us again. I'm crushing. Sweet. We get to go do whatever we want with the things you couldn't beat Andre the Giant at. His brain is much larger than yours. Don't be hard on yourself. It's 98 KUPD. Metallica, for whom the bell tolls, is 922 in the morning sickness. And time now for Eric to release upon all of us the glorious hot releases of the week. Movies, DVDs, games, CDs, all the fun stuff, music. Weird stuff, old stuff, new stuff. We'll find out what it is. Eric, please, for God's sakes, release me. I shall, John. The releases are brought to you by ELOteam.com. Look at the buyer, sell a home. That is the website you got to hit up. And we can help you find the house of your dreams. Uh, video games. Let's start off with a really crappy one. It only gets 4 out of 10. It's called Extinction. It's out for the Xbox One and PS4. 4 out of 10. 4 out of 10. You yeah. have to, I, can, I think I could stick figure draw a video game and get 4 out of 10. It Waste must be, of time. Must be really awful. So, don't buy that. Extinction. Uh, 8 out of 10, a little better. Hellblade, Sunua's Sacrifice for the Xbox One. Ninja Theory tackles mental illness with Sunua's journey in Hellblade. Huh. So there's psychiatry in your video games now. Possibly. I'm interested. Uh, we have an, a, a DLC for Call of Duty World War II, The War Machine, which is a fun game. It's pretty much like all the other Call of right. Duty, so I bought it. And Not bad, though. Yeah. Time kinda, killer, good time killer. Yeah. I got burned out pretty quick. It's almost like with that thing, unless you play with, you know, the multi, the online stuff. Right. Not really. Yeah, I'm not into that. Uh, Owl Boy for the PS4 and Xbox One. Owl? Owl. Like, hoo hoo. Yeah, like, hoo hoo, owl. Focus is on the travels of Otis. Is that him? Not Owl Boy. Not Owl Boy that stabs eyes. Owl Boy. An apprentice owl. Oh, this is Hellblade. Get me to Owl Boy. Although, Hellblade looks a lot like that could be an Owl Boy. He's what, Eric? Uh, focuses on the travels of Otis, an apprentice owl mentored by Asio. Of course. I mean, I could have told you that. Give me some detail. Nine out of ten. Oh, my God. Owl Boy's kicking it. PS4, no. Xbox One. Oh, it's like 16-bit. He's going on a journey, John. Beautiful scenery for... Yeah. Glorious. Cartoon graphics. Where boys mate with owls. Why is Owlboy carrying a leprechaun? Owlboy and his intrepid hate of the Irish. <laughs> Stealing small Irishmen and eating them. Puking them out and eating them again. Taking Irish pelts. <laughs> as only owls digest their food. 
through small cocoon-like turds that they then re-ingest. Owlboy. Nick Pellets. <laughs> kind of got a little bit of a Legend of Zelda Super yeah. Mario thing going on here. I feel like I'm watching the beginning of the Masters, though. Hello, oh. friends. <laughs> As we take a look over the third hole called Owlboy. Courtesy of our overhead camera provided by Owlboy. Sergio Garcia dropped five on Owlboy last week. 785 yard par four. As we see from the cameras mounted to Owlboy as he flies over the green. Thank you, Owlboy. A masters. A tradition like no other. <laughs> and Owlboy. All right. I'm in on Owlboy. Like that, that was very soothing, whatever I just watched. I also feel quite high, so it worked twice. Nine out of ten. What's the objective of Owl? I don't know. That's it's like a Super Mario thing. It's maybe you're saving a princess. Yeah. It looked a little yeah, Super Mario Sonic the Hedgehog kind of. It's so soothing. Uh, streaming now on Netflix. We'll start with them. Chef's Table Pastry. It's perfect if you're coming off an RM3 diet. Yeah. I tell you what, you gotta ease your way back into that Where's vodka. That? I went out last night. Just two and a half vodka grapefruits, and Johnny was sleeping. Been a while. Might have been dead. I was done. There was the original chef's table, and then this is adding pastries. Pretty much a documentary. People just cooking. Sicily is an island with a sweet tooth. But watch Italians eating ice cream. That's uh, here's here's something you might been, be interested in. Lost in Space is being redone on Netflix. Oh, no. So you have a the season one is out. After crash landing on an alien planet, the Robinson family fights against all odds to survive and escape, but they're surrounded by hidden bases. Part of the glory of the original Lost in Space was its crappiness. Well, now it's cool. So now to make it like a real thing. I, don't know. I like the, the guy with the cups for hands. Danger, Will Robbins. Almost looks CGI. That looks like the Polar Express so far. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You just don't like change, John. It's not change. It's just that show's campiness was what made it successful. It wasn't that they were lost in space. They could have been lost in the jungle. It was the campiness of the script and the, and the way they did it. To try to make it authentic lost in space is not lost in space. Well, did you watch the remake movie with Terrible. Mimi Rogers? Yeah. Yes, and Matthew LeBlanc. Yeah. Terrible, because they tried to make it like they, they took it seriously. Where clearly the original didn't. I tried to watch it with my daughter. And it's awful. It on. She it's got up and left. Just terrible. Not interested. Yeah, the original series was, you know, Billy Moomy and the... It's campy and parodies itself almost. It's almost kind of tongue-in-cheek. Like, we get it. it. It looks crappy. That's part of the fun. I don't know. It, this could be a nice reboot. Yeah, but why call You know, legitimizing it is not lost in space. Hey, your daughter likes the sci-fi stuff, Brady. Yeah. Maybe she, she might be into that. Is she a sci-fi girl? She likes some of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Kind of cool. All right. Uh, next up, uh, the Magic School Bus Rides Again, season two. Yeah. Which is pretty much just for the kids. Yeah. So, or yeah. pedophiles. Huh? Yeah, or pedophiles, I guess. I go watch Magic School Bus. Class, please welcome Miss Fiona Felicity Frizzle. It's me. Whoa. All right, Total frizzle overload. Here's a bus. Curry <laughs> like this. <laughs> Something's missing. I don't have a school bus. <laughs> You're going to have a great new adventure. Wrong on so many levels. Uh, a great new adventure. Shush, shush. Come along.
along, everyone. Yeah, Come along, everyone. Oh, oh, oh. teacher gave directions. Do your stuff. Sounds like you're in the cafeteria. That is a hot school bus driver. As you see this lady driving the school bus. Her little cartoon dupes. Good, good, good. Totally educational. All right, I love Bruno Mars. And uh, finally on Amazon Prime, a show called Bosch is on there. Season four. So it's been around About for a appliances. While. Attorney is murdered on the eve of his civil rights trial against the LAPD. Oh. Homicide detective Harry Bosch is assigned to lead a task on the force in the solve the crime. Society. Who plays Harry Racism Bosch? has no part of justice. That's Torture. Torture. people I don't know that I've seen, but I don't know. Familiar folks. Police killings in America last year. Starting familiar guys and girls. None. Not sure who that guy is. Howard Elias, the famous civil rights attorney known for taking on police brutality cases, has been murdered. Man ruined a lot of careers. Is that Andre? No. Andre the Giant? No, Andre Woodward or whatever. That's the oh, desk man at John Wick. Yeah, that's, yeah. his credit shouldn't even give his name. It's the dude John from Wick. John Wick. I'm telling you, it's a bunch of people yeah. you don't know their name. Was gonna prove what they did. And that guy from several CSI episodes. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they should oh, And so no credit Gosh. names. Just, yeah. I don't know, Brady, I don't know which one any of them are. And a guy that looks like Eric Bogosian. Rex, Rex Lynn could be in this for all we Yeah, know. Brady, he probably is. Uh, I'll call that, that one you black know, guy. That one hangdog face black guy. <laughs> From He's the been in commercials. Lots of stuff. Yes, that. The screen is just full of that. <laughs> What everyone at home said. That one. The guy from the Aflac thing, yeah. Or progressive. One of those. <laughs> Starring. <laughs> jowly black guy from insurance ads. No one wants to be jowly. All right. I was I the, the jowly music. black guy in Die Hard, and then I was the jowly black guy in the insurance ads. Yeah, we know. We've seen you. I died oh, a lot. Oh, yeah. In the You're the jowly black guy. Uh, Breaking Benjamin is back with a new album. Let's Ember. have it. Ember's the name of it. Save yourself. Okay. They've always been a solid band. Yeah, they are. They're reliably good at what they do. Again, I don't know if they're anybody's favorite, but they're in the mix and nobody complains. Very listenable music right there. Nice job. One more. Red Cold River. I think this one worth more. The problem with Breaking Benjamin is how many other bands sound like Breaking Benjamin. It's good, yeah. It's Larry's favorite, this song or this album? I, I don't think I've loved a song from Breaking Benjamin as much as this one. Uh, three, we just played are all good. 
Yeah, I like that. Nice job breaking benches. We'll bring them to town, I'm sure, right, Larry? C is the answer to that. All right, there you go. Yeah, that's a great song. Uh, this is a little different uh, type of music. Harry Shearer has an album. You might know him from The Simpsons and Saturday Night Live. Mr. Burns. Final Tap. Release the album. Uh, Smalls Change, Meditations Upon Aging. Derek Smalls from Spinal Tap. It's his solo album. Yeah. So, it's and one of the bass. All I've seen is the, the one of the titles of the song is She Puts the Bitch in Obituary, which is hilarious on its own. But yeah, he's the bassist who's gone solo from Spinal Tap, which is a made up band in the first place. And Harry Shearer's got to be 78 years old. He's ancient. So, this. Now that sounds a lot like Breaking Benjamin. Yeah, that's Breaking Benjamin there. It's fresh. Yeah. Not showing up it's not on there yet? No. Oh. Mm, maybe you can't find it on there. It's, it's What? Say it. He used to have wear the nip rings, yes. I think, on stage. Yeah, so it'd be really funny if he's back with the nipple rings <laughs> and everything. With the Harry long Shearer. hair. He's brilliant. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get back to that. Ah, oh, I was looking forward to hearing Derek Small's new solo stuff from a band that's not real. Double damage. Right. Uh, next up, we'll do the uh, the damned evil spirits. It's the name of the album. Damned. Wow! This sounds like what Derek Smalls would do. That moog. Here's one more. This one's look left. Hold on. The uh, album's from the Smalls Change. Yeah, that's the name of it. So all you yeah. got to do is type into Google Harry Shearer Smalls yeah. Change Toledo. You have that song right up. Yeah, I've got the uh, names, but yeah, it's on NPR. It's got a lot of names on here. Dweezil Zappa's on there. Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters is on the album. He's got uh, David Crosby. I don't even Peter Frampton. <laughs> Chad it's Smith, packed. Rick Wakeman from Yes, Dweezil Zappa, Joe, lineup. Joe Satriani, Steve Vai. It is pretty loaded up, so I'm sure there's some Here's the damn still playing. I'm done with this. So Officially very 80s. The this is the one with Taylor Hawkins. It's called Butt Call. Butt Call. And the following message come from the Lagunitas Brewing Company. Oh, good. It's brought to us by Lagunitas. I love that beer. Good well, lager. All right. It's a high-end beer. That it's coming off NPR. That's so. NPR. Oh, so it is. Way to go. All right, here we go. I wonder if he had to ask the other guys in the fake band to fake mine if he did a solo record. Because one of them in the fake band is on Better Call Saul, but maybe not anymore. <laughs> Did you see track 12? What is it? Gummin' the Gash. <laughs> Steve Eisen. <laughs> Jane Lynch. <laughs> Man! There's no one left. 
right. How All about right. Jump in the Cash? Here, let me jump in. Kimchi, sharper than mash. Watching the bush merge with the mustache. You can tell oh, of yeah. the vibe. I'm in. How about, she puts the bitch in obituary. This is the one I've been wanting to hear for a week. Auto Man from The Simpsons now. He's full of poison. The voice is straight from Hades. She'll do you for your money and leave you with a heap. She's so hard to let go of, but harder still to I almost got a letter from Harris here of a cease and desist. I get, his lawyers called because I was working with a guy who did voice work. Across, you know, the radio, like the guy, we've got David Lee who does 98 KUPD. There was another guy, Fox something or other, but he did all these little bumpers for radio stations in the late 90s. And when I wasn't doing anything, I was I did some Simpson stuff. And his lawyers called that guy and said, hey, who's doing the uh, Mr. Burns and stuff? And uh, evidently Harry Shearer was one who caught on to it and was told about it. And... The guy told him, and then he said, uh, it's very good. I'm like, oh, wow, this is great. Knock it off, or we're going to sue you. I don't get sued. You'll get sued. But okay, so I wasn't allowed to do that anymore. Release the hounds. Because it was a show called The Hounds somewhere in Texas. And now we will release the hounds. Where was Jane Lynch on all that? Was she yeah. like a background singer? She was a bitch, bitch, bitch. She was the bitch. Wow. See, we uh, busy uh, gnashing. What was it? National? Gum in the gnash. Gum, gum, gum in the gash. Gum in the gash. The gash. She's she's, she was also in She Put the Bitch in Obituary. She's in a couple of them. You know. I, I was trying to hear yeah, She's her, playing. Hell Toupee might be pretty good. Think Satan doesn't have dark thoughts about his appearance as he ages? Think again. All right. Here's Hell Toupee. No, I don't want to hear anymore. No, We're done. It's, it's all right. Go get yourself. Yeah, move along. Yeah, we got things to do. To uh, Juliana Hatfield. Juliana Hatfield sings Olivia Newton-John. Oh, wow. It's the album. Xanadu, Xanadu. No. Only one we get. Loved Olivia Newton John. <laughs> Why is she doing this exactly I like was Olivia Newton John? Pretty damn close, and her voice a little different. But this was so hot when I was like ten. Video to oh, physical. So hot you memorized everything. Oh, I've listened to this nonstop. I loved Olivia Newton John. I was a strong young American boy, <laughs> discovering his his root and his testes. <laughs> they weren't even dropping in the water then. No, not yet. Oh, I could I guess I could listen to it all day, but I want the real Olivia. That's the only song they're sampling off. That's of that? the only one we can get so far. Yeah, all right, until Friday.
Uh, next up, little country. Put a little country in you. Jason Aldean. That name's familiar. What, what do I know? Jason was on stage the, yeah. during the, the uh, Route 93 thing in Vegas. Oh, that's He's the headliner of that. Yeah, that was Big country artist. I can imagine this is a sad album. Rearview Town. It was country music, despite the incident that was going to be sad anyway. Sunday night and chilling the air in a big fright. Gunshots popping from across the road and the people were a dropping one load. Damn. I'm telling you right now. Put it in the can. Never going back to Vegas. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Wrote the whole thing. <laughs> Why would I try in Vegas? I just have the nightmares of Vegas in my mind. He's missing the boat if he didn't. Yeah, no, I, I gotta write that song in a heartbeat because country music. Is, it's probably dedicated on the album. It's for people with IQs yeah. of nine. Uh, next up, a little different. This is Behemoth. Yes. <laughs> Messe Noir. It's a DVD CD combo. Let's have it. Live Satanist. Oh, nice. Is it live at the Satanist Pavilion or is it? <laughs> yeah. A current living Satanist. I'm not sure. Are we listening current to a living live, Satanist live album from? Stages of Hades. Big build-up. Behemoth. Never going back to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> they were on stage, too. I doing... saw what happened, and I won't go back. They were back in Jason Albino. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Olivia Newton-John. What? Of course, it wouldn't be live Satanist without one. All right, Behemoth, get to the meat. Sit down! I can't see! <laughs> right, a lot of that going on. Will you please sit down? It's a Behemoth show has begun. There we go. Does the live record really add a lot to mm -hmm. the performance? Mm -hmm. It's less produced. You can really get the oh, nuance yeah, of the voice. Bud Light, Michelob, Bud Light. When you play it, smoke and fire yeah. comes out of your It's close. Vendors going by, yeah. picking up all the sounds. <laughs> there are no vendors at concerts, Brady. Stop <laughs> it. It's behemoth. People just stop and listen and then go to hell. You've never been to a behemoth <laughs> show. Yeah, got vendors all around. <laughs> Bud Light is for pussy. Blood of Bud Light. Blood of Bud. Strawberries and cream. Yeah. Are you guys ready to dance? <laughs> chocolate sticks. <laughs> Delicious penis shaped chocolate sticks. Yes, let's You're ready dance. to dance? We got some Brazilian girls for you. Ooh. Oh, let's make love. Brazilian girls, let's make love. Dance. dance music. They're from New York. Are they Brazilian girls or that's just their name? Uh, I don't know. The lead singer 
They're talking about their, their genital gender. haircuts. Yeah, yeah. She's actually from Italy. Oh. Like what I'm hearing so far. What is happening here? They're cleaning together. I'm liking it. Are we in a John Hughes movie? I want to go to Big Sur for something. This is a John Hughes movie. Yeah, I do. I feel like Molly Ringworth is going to wander in. <laughs> it's very close to Pokemon Go. Actually, this is not bad, right? <laughs> It's the new nostalgia. I feel like Mark Stebbins going to come pick me up and it's uh, Honda Prelude any minute. Meet me. Give us a little bala bala. Mark, why aren't you wearing a shirt? Uh, hot out. You look crazy. All right, here's bala bala. I feel like I should clap. I can't buy this. This is immediately... I'm tingling. I can't wait for the mountain bike ride with this one. Oh, forget it. Yeah, what is that? Brazilian girls? Yeah, follow me. You can't miss. I am in on this. Images of Brazilian asses in your This is an absolute ripoff of, uh... I'm trying to think Take it easy, baby. I worked all day and my feet feel just like lead. Oh, wait a minute. I like her for that. Yeah, order it up. That's mine. Every sound is appealing to me. It's a Heineken commercial. I don't know what it is, but I'm in. I like it. But you hate dancing. I'm not going to dance to it. I just enjoy the music. I'll bounce in a chair. Like everyone hates dancing. Yeah, no man likes really dancing. really do. No straight men like dancing. They do it, but I think they all hate it. Straight men. The women like it. Straight men hate it. Married men don't want to dance. That's why they got married. And finally, uh, we're going to stay in New York. These guys are rock band uh, called A Place to Bury Strangers. We actually Ooh, talked about this, I liked this earlier, didn't we? Yes, we did. Um, the album is pinned. The answer is Oracle, Arizona. <laughs> no one looks there. That is not that's uh, Brazilian. I'm buying this. I'm getting it right now. Is it out now? Friday is out. You can get the first two. You can get the first two, yeah. Just drive around in your Jeep with this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to see you rolling in the deep. No problem. That'd be solid. Ooh, How about got, on top of the peak on the mountain bike? An album, from 2000, album from 2004 called Pussy. I may be buying all their work. <laughs> this is a place to bury strangers. Oh, okay. That's it. Topic of the future. Welcome to Hot Topic 2021. <laughs> Our clothes are the same. It's over there on the rack. It's black. Do you have a size 32? <laughs> we don't carry for fats. Wow. Your waist size is 28 or lower. I need a lava lamp. I guess. Yeah. You got some skateboard trucks? That one's out. <laughs> Can you see the wall of trucks? Yes. There's no double XL in Hogwarts shirts. <laughs> Did you say two X's? Children double X. There's one X and exit. You should be in you it. You should go. Twice. All right, there, there you go. You have it. Brazilian girls, you're getting my money. I 
enjoyed the tar out of that. Who the thought? I know. Just that was not my pick to click. Yeah, it was a good one. I like it. <laughs> uh, it's 9:49. There you go. Those are your hot releases. They've been released upon you. Pick your favorites and buy. Yes, it's a Ben Sevenfold right there. Nightmare. It's 10 o'clock on the dot and time for Brady to entertain us all and get us the hell out of here. Brady, entertain me. It's brought to you by Porkopolis Barbecue in Scottsdale. Chandler, and if you have some catering needs, like you got a graduation party coming up, a birthday party. That's right. That's right around the corner. PorkopolisBBQ.com. Check it out. Or follow me on Instagram, BradyBogan98. Instagram him. David Schwimmer says we can't lump all cases of sexual misconduct together. He oh, says we need to finally. Uh, let's figure out and recognize Schwimmer's a spectrum of bad behavior. Because he's like you can't lump Al Franken in the same sure. category as uh, Harvey Weinstein. No. My God, no. Thank you, Schwimmer. Finally, Schwimmer speaks. He's back in the mix. It'll all be better now. I wonder if David Schwimmer sat on his couch and said, I'm going to say something about this. And people went, finally, been waiting for you, Schwimmer. I'm important enough to have to come out with a statement. I'm David Schwimmer. Ross. Thanks, Schwims. Which celebrity said if I could adopt a kid from every continent? Madonna. I think that would be a pretty cool goal. I want to sit around the dinner table every night and see kids from Africa, Asia, Europe, South America. Right here in the States. How cool would that be? Awful. Madonna, Angelina Jolie, Catherine Heigl, Sandra Bullock, Tim Tebow, the Octomom. Tim Tebow would say something as stupid as that. That's the dumbest thing. Because he's not thinking of reality. He's thinking of, you know, a cartoon uh, coloring book of what it would look like. Not the reality of, you know, 12 different cultures sitting at one table screaming and yelling over food that none of them like. Cardi B admits she got sketchy butt implants in a basement in Queens for 800 bucks from a woman who was later arrested because someone died on her table. Whoa. She says, I felt like I was going to pass out. I felt a little dizzy. Who is this again? And they Cardi leaked. B. She's like a, a real big deal in the world of R&B. Yeah, right she now. was a stripper before she got into yeah. the R&B. She's actually pretty funny. She's got a real thick New York Brooklyn accent. She's very funny. Her music I don't care for, but that's my taste over anything else. She may be great at it. GQ interviewed her, and she said uh, they leaked for five days. Yeah, her butt cheeks. Yep. Ugh. Like the scars or just like... The the bubble of goo inside. Whatever they put inside of her. Cracked open and inside of her skin. I guess after you'd sit in her, it would seep through. Ugh. Mark McGuire claims he could have hit 70 home runs even if he didn't use the steroids. It's, it's easy but to he, say. He, I was born a home run hitter. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I took the PEDs, and I've regretted that. Yeah. I didn't need to. Probably true, but you'll never know Maybe, because you cheated. no one's touched 70 since the uh, Barry Bonds PED. Well, after that fact. Oh, since, since they, they kind of stripped down on it. Oh, yeah, no. No one's even, even hit 60, I don't think. Uh, Gene Carlo hit 59 last year. But, yeah, I mean, they, they cracked down on it, and all of a sudden those numbers decreased because we all knew they cheated. But it doesn't matter. Mark McGuire has got to realize that his court of public opinion is a closed case. There's no double jeopardy. We will not try you again. You are what you are. You're a cheater who got your numbers 
through cheating. And you're probably right. Barry Bonds, too. You would back me up on that, Eric. Barry Bonds was a natural baseball player. He would have been a 30-30 guy his entire career. He wouldn't have hit 800 home runs. But the man would have crushed tons and tons of home runs and been prolific in every category. But because he cheated, that's all he's known for. So it's easy to go back and say, well, if I didn't do it, I still would have had big numbers. Yep, we don't know. Because you chose to do it, and you inflated yourself, and now you're fake. You're the fake cans of baseball. You looked great while you were on, but as you aged, we realized, man, those things didn't hold up. You'll probably get them removed and just age gracefully. Let Mark McGuire be a lesson to you, ladies. Age naturally. Because the more fake stuff you stuff in your face and body, the worse it looks later. And that's the more you know. Bing, bing, bing. I don't know. Sometimes it seems to work out all right. It's just hit and miss. With the cans and the surgery? Yeah. you got yeah. you got to put a lot of money into it. You really have to commit to but then, full body because the neck doesn't lie. You can squeeze your face back all you want. That neck's telling the tale. And hands. And elbows. Yeah, it's few and far between. Yeah. I, yeah. I know I've seen some that sure. you're like, wow, that actually There's an occasional looks outlier. Good. Like she got lucky. She did good. But, yeah, it's not too often. Maybe there's a few. The greatest doctor ever. I there's a few, but it's usually taste. That's the words tastefully done. The ones who go for it to try to get young again. I saw Meg Ryan the other day. I almost started crying. Yeah, it's sad. It's pathetic. The only one that's figured it out is Michelle Pfeiffer. Did a great job. You can still tell she had work done. She, did she? Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. Her nose is totally different. Yeah, cheeks are a little different. She's still, she was very pretty to begin with. So It, it looks like, pretty natural. Eh. Yeah, eyes are, look at her in Greece too, and look at her today, and you're like, oh, okay, I see well, the Greece chin. Too. I'm just Who's saying, like, whatever's I mean, been done. Your nose doesn't change shapes. It yeah. doesn't just all of a sudden become pencil thin, and your chin doesn't stick out more. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. She's got contouring on her face. And we sure. haven't seen her in a while. And her probably. skin's been pulled back. That's not natural skin. She's actually wrinklier in Scarface than she is today. She still looks great, but there's work done. She didn't. That's not natural. Uh, it's 10.06. There you go. That's the end of that. We're all done for a Tuesday morning. Uh, Larry McFeely's coming up next. He's uh, 53 minutes and 28 seconds away from giving you another chance to win that Indian Scout Bobber motorcycle. He's going to put it in your paws, a uh, little word, and then you text away, and maybe you'll qualify and get that thing all fired up and ready to go. Easy peasy. Listen to Larry and try to win. You guys have yourselves a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. Oh! From the new This is the Big Red Radio. Mighty AKU. Peace.